Hey, listener, thank you for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, the Venom sequel has a director, and Disney Plus announces a Netflix-killing bundle while Netflix scoops up the Game of Thrones creators. Wowie zowie! Plus, we deliver another listener-sponsored movie review as we are forced to watch and discuss Mortal Kombat Annihilation. How dare you do this to us? All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, August 8th, 2019. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Chop it. Be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Chop it. Be nerded. Spoiler alert. Chop it. Be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Chop it. Be nerded. Hey, listener, how you doing? Welcome, welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. Hi, I'm back. My name is Anthony. Oh, oh, hey, you're there. <laughs> I almost forgot what your fucking voice sounded like. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. <laughs> and over there in the corner is a felty whose animality is Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street. Of course, it's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Get over here. Uh, oh, do, you, do you write that down before you do the show? <laughs> no. I, is that just off the top? I was off the top trying to tie it together because I know, Rugs, isn't it true when you get all mad, you turn into Snuffleupagus? You're just like, oh, gosh. Hi, Big Bird. No. No? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, oh, Big Bird. I, I mean... Know. <laughs> is that what happens? <laughs> I mean, I'm hairy in places like Snuffleupagus. Okay. My balls look like Snuffleupagus. If you look at my balls and my dick, it, it rem- it's reminiscent. It's furry and brown. Also, most people don't think you're real and exist, just like Snuffleupagus. Okay, I'll go with that. You don't remember, Anthony, you're too young. There was a time in, in the Sesame Street's history where people thought Snuffleupagus was a Big Bird's imaginary character. I don't really remember Snuffleupagus. You don't, you don't right? He's the big, hairy, woolly mammoth elephant, Big Bird's friend. Oh, that was the oh, name? Big Bird. Snuff- no? Yeah. They, well, how do you spell his name? Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus? Oh, Snuffleupagus? Snuffle. Anyways, while you're looking that up, Anthony, welcome oh, back. Oh, that fucking elephant? Yes, remember him, the woolly hairy. He's the behemoth from that the high-ass high elephant. Yeah, he yeah. later shows up in Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got big, luscious eyelashes. And he's always high. Oh, big bird. I remember this elephant from uh, Gu- War of- Valley of Guanji. Okay, Tyrannosaurus I, I, Rex. Okay, I don't... I don't kills Gu- the elephant. I have no idea what that is. The circus elephant. Yeah. Dave Chappelle has a snuffleupagus bit. You know him from the Dave Chappelle. Anthony, welcome back. It's been weeks, months, years. Give me years. some smack, bird. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I want some smack. I, for, I, I can't believe you're back. Uh, I want a quick. I can't believe I'm back. I thought I quit. I know. I thought you were done. I was like, oh, I guess it's not. We got my grips. He spun off and left. He's yep. spinning out into the universe. Uh, I kept. We kept your chair warm. It's just me doing like a, a spin around a bat over and over <laughs> and over. Drunk. Trying to make yeah. it. And then trying to swing it after. base. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lollapalooza 2019 you attended recently. I did. Give us uh, your quick thoughts. How was it? Uh, I was free. Oh, that's well. That's was there drama there? <laughs> that's a lot of shit. 
Uh, Imran's got some notes that we can go into. Uh, yeah, before it's always, I mean, I've go, I've I've gone five or six years now, so there's always drama, isn't there? Oh, okay. no, I'm not for me. There's not for no. me. It's just a good time. Man. Who was uh, your favorite act from uh, the weekend? Oh man, I, the Chainsmokers weren't the best, but they brought out awesome guests. So they brought oh. out uh, like five, like Bebe Reha, Ty Dolla Sign. The best one was oh, they brought out the Fray, which was completely unexpected because no one's heard from the Fray in about ten years. Yeah. Maybe longer. Yeah. And they don't have any collabs with the Frey, so it was literally just the Frey singing their songs, Hell. which was awesome. So the Frey was the best part. Surprising guests are always good. Yeah, I got a couple of stats. A couple of crazy things happened. I saw uh, Lil Wayne, but I don't remember him. You don't remember? That, that is counts. That, is that, so that's, it was that I was, good. I was, I was pretty that's tanked should, by the end of it. That's how you should experience Lil Wayne. You yeah. remember him at all. I streamed none of this on YouTube this year. I decided, you know what? I don't really care. I didn't even okay. know what was going on. That's how much I give a shit. So on for the Friday night, did you go all three nights? Of well, it's four days. Four I only days. went Thursday and Sunday. Oh, you went Thursday? Or Saturday. Sorry, Thursday, Saturday. One of the days, 50 teenagers stormed the gates on Friday trying to get in. That happens every stupid. year. It does. Oh, None of them got in. They, what they does were that stupid. mean, storm the gates? They literally all... So kids every year... This probably isn't unique to Lala, but it happens every year. Um, they get online, they like form these Facebook groups where like, we're going to meet up at this time and we're all going to try to go in at this entrance point right here and they will overwhelm them. So there's like videos of the kids online literally jumping over the fence all at the same time and it knocks over the fence. Little did they know that that was just the first fence <laughs> in a line of fences. What, so they basically what they did was jumped over the fence and put themselves in a pen. And, oh, smart. So that they and they all got oh shit. The best part though Stupid about kids. that is the the video was great because it went viral online and all these kids jumped the fence and then finally like the cops get a hold of it and they like stop the kids from jumping the fence and the kid that like get is gets stopped first is the kid with one leg. Oh. <laughs> it would have been awesome if after they got penned in that like um, Daenerys with a dragon Dracarys. Well, the best part was those kids got arrested. The kid with one leg went viral. Barstool goes, we need to get this kid in. And the next day, Rich, the kid who's a rapper, got him a free ticket to Lollapalooza. Oh, that's nice. Do you? Let me ask you this. Do you think this should be like an 18-plus event? Should these fucking teenagers be allowed? It sucks. I mean, were there a lot of like kids around when you're hanging out? Right? It's I mean, like for me, the, the kids started younger than 18. Yeah. But there are like little. There's. It's just. It's such a wreck. I that every, I filled out a Lollapalooza survey, and yeah. the one thing I put was this would be a lot better if this was eighteen and up. Well, yeah, kids should not. There's no reason little children and teenagers should be there. They're just getting fucking Fuck. tanked. They're all. It's all these kids that have come in from the suburbs on a train, and it's their one weekend to just get fucking crazy, and they all get tanked and like throw up in the in like porta potties. Well, and that's how one dude. Just how I like it. One one dude died. I keep getting older, and these all, these kids all stay the same age. <laughs> They're like, what's going on? <laughs> There's always a death every year. Usually, death, so one yeah. dude died, and uh, four people got arrested. However, they said arrests were way down this year uh, compared to last year, and oh, hospitalizations good. because it was really hot, and they had to, the last year. I guess there was a lot of hospitalizations due to extreme mm. heat. More arrested, but also let me ask you this: Do you get post-concert depression uh, throughout any going to any of these festivals where you're there four days? Maybe not Lala because it's like two uh, days. Not in necessarily here. Lala, but yeah, occasionally if I'm if it's a festival I've planned for, yeah, of course you know you plan months uh, months in advance for a weekend, and then the weekend obviously will go by, and then you're like, oh, I've literally been looking forward to this for three months. 
And then it's over in like it's four over. days, and you're like, yeah. now what do I do? Now I got to go back to work. That's why I don't look forward to anything. Yes. Give me some smack, bird. Give me some smack, bird. <laughs> uh, speaking of smack, I got a new cameo promo. I don't know how that segues. Oh. Uh, is, there, is, is this drug... Uh, Addled or no, in some way. he might have been on drugs when he created some of these characters. Possibly, this is Ooh. from from a, a sponsored from one of our listeners, a kind of a big name in comics in the comic book industry. Doing a shout out, a promo for us. Here it is. Yo 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 yo. This is Rob Liefeld, creator of Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino. You are listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. You want the most up-to-date comic movie and TV news? You found it. Fun? You bet. Puppets? With substance abuse issues? Oddly? Yes. Only here on the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Does it get any better than this? I don't think so. Listen, Rob Liefeld, creator of all the stuff you love, saying to you, listen to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. So sexy. So awesome. I never miss it. And uh, it's my favorite thing in forever. It's spectacular. It's awesome. I love it. Jock <laughs> and nerd. Jock and nerd. Oh my god, he even does a little jock and nerd at the end of Rob Leafield's way. I just hmm. his tone kind of changes throughout. Well, that. I may have. Uh, <laughs> did you did you slice them all together? <laughs> there may be some. Lights. How did you not listen to the? The level change. Light, there. No, there's no level change. That's how he sounds. There may have been some light construction, but he did say all those words, listener. That is nerd. That is the point. Right, this is what we need you to do. Rob right? Field promo. While the iron's hot. That's right. Uh, I'm not saying that you got to get more from him. Like, uh, what are these cameos? Cameo.com. But just hit him up on Twitter about Jock and Nerd. Maybe we can get him on the show. Be like, remember this Ooh. cameo? Ooh, I might. Like, while it's fresh in his mind. <laughs> That's true. He just said our names. He listens. Rob, thank you for listening. You were very impactful to comics in the 90s. That's awesome. Let's get to the geek news. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. I just, I want to get one from Todd McFarlane. That would, that would make my, my geek life complete. If he did listen to the show, he would hear us, uh, uh, have multiple conversations about it. Look, we may have been critical of some of his uh, choices in artwork, but you can't deny. You want to know something, the though? Impact every time had. I've ever seen, I'll say this about Mr. Layfield right now. Great feet. Every, every time I've seen <laughs> him at a convention and, and spoken with him, yes. he's been really great. Yeah, he's he's a very nice person, actually. He loves talking so to I the could, fans. I could say that with honesty and, and without any kind of like sarcasm. And I mean, uh, when I was a kid, when that was coming out, it was everything to me. When I was a teenager in the middle of the 90s and Rob Lee, he was a fucking rock star. He was in a, a jeans commercial with Spike Lee. Uh, the, so his impact is there. And he loves feet. He loves drawing feet. He's not a drop in the bucket. He's not a drop in the bucket. He is Rob Leefield. Yeah, he's still a guy. Creator of all the things you love. You heard it first. Oh, shit. Anyways, so he, something he didn't create is Venom. Uh, and we are getting a second Venom movie, and it has been confirmed after rumors. Andy Serkis is officially directing Venom 2. Oh, shit. Oh. You don't know Andy Serkis, uh, an unbelievable mocap oh, come performer. On. People that listen to the show know You think Andy they know? Serkis they know is, that yeah. he's fucking Gollum. Let's and not then insult our fucking audience well, and tell he's claw, Caesar. He's Ulysses Claw in uh, the MCU. And as well, as far as directing, he's not directed many 
movies, but he has a... Oh, produ- that, that Mowgli movie. Well, there's the the, the Mowgli movie on Netflix. Great Googly Mowgly. Great Googly Mowgly. But you want to know something? That's a pretty ambitious first film for him, or first major feature for him. What do you do. think? I think uh, this is a good get think, for the Venom 2. I, I would say he's a master at mocap, so that's interesting. The Mowgli movie, I, I watched a little bit of it. Oh, you did, did you? Yeah, that's an interesting... I mean, I, I, I appreciate the ambition... How could he have watched that and gone, yeah, this, this is, is good. Let's do this. Well, it was the idea of making the the animals with human characteristics in their yes, facial yeah, faces yeah. really did not work. So uh, so that's the thing where I'm like, they didn't because he just didn't have the budget. How did this? How does the master make a movie in his first director directorial debut and it looks like that? I didn't see it, but I'm just saying that's pretty like it, it, it affects heavy movie. Right. Oh, it is, and and he had an all star cast. I mean, yes, Christian yes. Bale is yeah, in it. Yeah. Uh, Benedict Cumberpatch. Yeah, yeah, and it just and the movie is just weird. Like most people who make who get put on the these movies are like guys that made a romantic comedy or some shit, you know. And all of a sudden they're like Lord and Miller. They did like, you know, uh, what did they do? Like did Twenty One Jump Street or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden they're directing Han Solo. So uh, it's crazy. I did read a bunch of reviews of Mowgli, and they said exactly that, Anthony. They said that it's like it's supposed to be a kids' movie, but it's surprisingly dark and you know, way too dark. I don't think it's dark. supposed to be a kids' movie. It's, oh, it's more it's on a just dark how take. The, the animals yeah. look. But it's the fact that he used that the celebrities' faces mocapped onto the animals, try to make them look like the actor, right? That right. it just doesn't work. He tried to yeah, he tried to do this blend of human animal hybrid, and it looks really weird. I mean, blue, blue at points looks really fucking weird. I mean, I think this technology experience can only enhance Venom. It can't get worse. Maybe <laughs> it could get worse. It's an interesting than, choice. It, it can always get worse. It can it, always you know. get worse. Uh, that's true. As soon as I say it can't get worse, it can always get worse. But Ruben Fleischer did the first one. Uh, he's also said that Tom Hardy very involved in writing the script. He is planning on taking the characters into another direction. And someone oh, someone else who is excited that Andy Serkis is directing was Michelle Williams because she is signed on to come back Ooh. for the sequel, which after how the first movie got trashed, I didn't think she'd want any part of this. Well, it made a lot of money. It did make a lot of money. And I kind of yeah. feel like Tom Hardy is really invested in She's this. She's too good for this movie. She really is. I was just watching her on the story of Bob Fosse. Yeah. That's what I watch when I'm not watching. Kind of <laughs> What's left? What the fuck? Bob Fosse, a uh, great Broadway Cabaret, uh, choreographer, jazz he, he hands. Got laid so much. He Just, did. He, yeah, all he did was chain smoke and fuck girls, and cheat on all of his wives. He choreographed Chicago great. and all that jazz and yeah, all that other and, stuff. Um, and and Michelle Williams <laughs> plays his uh, wife, and uh, she's fucking amazing in it. She like she comes off like a like a Judy Garland or something. Oh like wow, that. it's crazy. She's very good. She wants to be, she wants more time as She-Venom in the sequel, which also we know will probably be Carnage with Woody Harrelson and Andy Serkis has worked with Woody Harrelson in that last Planet of the Apes movie. So I think it's a good pick. I think he should just go crazy. Let Tom Hardy go nuts and be super fucking wacky and nuts. At this point in time, who gives a shit? Like they, they made a shitty Venom movie. People liked it. And they, they have a license to do whatever they want. It's like carte blanche. Absolutely. Pretty much. You they could go as crazy as they want. You could only go up from there, I suppose. Yeah, really. There's, yeah. Yeah, but with, that's a great point. With what they did, you could literally just do anything. Cause 
Yeah. I mean, it ends with Woody Harrelson in the worst red wig you'll ever oh, see. Oh, so. he looks like fucking I Ronald mean, McDonald. Saw- Mortal Kombat was bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, well, but- there's, there's levels. Yeah, there's still a level lower. <laughs> Ven- than Venom is an Oscar nominee compared to what we're going to talk about Absolutely. Later. Yeah. Venom is a fucking masterpiece. Uh, so it's happening. Listener, let us know your thoughts. Join our Facebook group called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Uh, it's closed. It's exclusive. It's just for our listeners. We're all in there. Uh, Mike Rips is in there. He posted uh, his another short story we talked about in the last episode. Read it. Give him some feedback. Uh, Jock and Nerd Nation. Let's move on to Disney Plus and the streaming wars because we've had a couple of updates. We knew. I kind of knew. We talked about how these things are going to start to get bundled. Disney announces. It sucks. It's first bundle. This is crazy. First of all, Disney. I think this is a good bundle. This is amazing. You know, the standalone app coming out in November, they've already priced at $6.99. Now they're saying you could get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for $12.99 a month. Oh, shit. This is so. For now. For now. now. Well, what's Netflix at? That twelve ninety nine is Netflix's standard package. And oh, HBO shit. right now is over sixteen. I think. This is so fucking smart because if you are a Netflix subscriber, it appears you are getting three things for the price of Netflix right here. Yeah, uh, Anthony, I think it's good. would you get this? Like, the, does this talk to you? Yeah, it does. I mean, I already pay for ESPN Plus. I, th- I believe I have Hulu with my Spotify. But if I was coming in and wanting to bundle this, I yeah, this would be. This seems like a no-brainer. I think I think I've already got it covered because we have Disney Plus yes. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're already going to have these covered, but twelve ninety-nine for the bundle, and it makes sense because Disney owns all three of these things. Yep. I mean, you get that for the cost of Netflix. I mean, that's crazy. I think it's a good getting into price, but I know that it's gonna number one gonna come up very quickly, and it's gonna come up like dollars and dollars and dollars very quickly. Number two, I think that they're gonna start sneaking. Ads into all the shit. Well, the Hulu in this bundle, yeah. it's the ad supported version of Hulu, yeah. I believe. Mm. I mean, this is it's. So now you're paying, you're paying what you pay for Netflix, but you have ads everywhere. It's kind of turns into cable TV again. Uh, but to me, like this is fucking, it's fucking genius. Oh, it's far from cable TV. It, you can it, still if pick I'm going to pay sixteen bucks a month yeah. on a subscription, I don't want to see shit. Well, I want to just see my shows. <laughs> you think ESPN's going to have no ads? Mm, that's it's a good question. The so they're they're double dipping. Before you used, you know, I mean, they're double dipping. They're getting like, they're getting like more money because you used to pay like, let's say you were paying like twenty bucks for basic cable. You have to split that with the lion's share of all those channels. Now they're getting like all of this money, and oh, yeah. they're giving you ads. Well, I mean, that's why the business. They, so we're getting fucked at the end of the day. <laughs> that's why businesses do the streaming because you get the lion's share of the profit rather than splitting it with nine hundred channels. Yeah, so I don't think it's going to end up being a value in the long term. Mm-hmm. What's we're gonna get. what's we're gonna on get ESPN Plus? Why do you go find yourself going to ESPN Plus? Well, I'm a big UFC guy. So oh, oh, that's right. UFC you had has, to get it's that. pretty exclusive. Um, they have a bunch of other sports, college football, uh, boxing, all sorts of different. That's things. not on like their cable channel no, that you get. It's all ah. a lot of it's ESPN Plus. I don't. I mean, I I wasn't the biggest believer in ESPN Plus, but I got it, and it's one of those things where I got it one time, and now I just don't feel like canceling it because yeah. it's only five bucks. Yeah, they got you. So they got you in. Uh, you know, we're going to get Disney Plus. I have a shared login 
for Hulu, and I really don't give a fuck about ESPN+. Plus. I've never watched Hulu in my life. Uh, Hulu has some great shit on there, and there's movies and documentaries. My point is, this bundle, for me, I wouldn't get it because of the ESPN, I don't care, but I could see yeah. the broad appeal for people. Also, this will make it harder for Netflix to incrementally raise its price that it's known to do, because now they've just matched Netflix's standard uh, subscription at I think they're all going to rise together. They're going to have to, like gas, gasoline uh, companies. Like, Once they have you, they're going to just pick it up, pick up the, the cost. People are going to have to make a decision, though. They're going to be like, do I need the DC Universe and CBS and Amazon and well, Netflix? The and DC this? Universe, isn't that moving to the it's, was no, it H- the, Warner Brothers app? What's the Warner Brothers HBO app? HBO Max, dude. Yeah. And that's <laughs> going to get they said, not all the DC stuff? They said it's going to be on both things. Mm. So they're keeping the DC Universe app. Who are, are going to be the players in, in five years from now? Ooh, five years. That's such a like. Apple's going to be gone. Do you think Apple's going to? I don't know if Apple, Apple Plus Apple's survives. a wild card. And we're still we haven't. Apple's got, not even a wild card. Apple's like the. What are they doing? Like what? It's not even like I'm interested. It's what more, is it? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh, Warner Brothers is going to have a service. NBC will have a service. Uh, you know, I think Amazon, Amazon. Amazon will still be around. Netflix has a huge head start and has kind of you know set the that's four things the model times, disney will be there so four things that cost that let's say 10 bucks a month minimum yeah so for each one of those you're to get all four of those or five of those you have 50 bucks right there now 12 bucks a month 13 bucks a month it turns into like 60 70 bucks and then you gotta pay for cable so now you're paying well you, you want to pay for, at that point i would they would assume you would assume you're not paying for cable i mean you're paying for internet internet right yeah yeah so you're paying for it's that. a wash yeah, you're not saving any. <laughs> They're just making it harder to find. Oh, the this stuff. has never been. I mean, at first it started out as a money play, um, save money saving play, but now it's not. No, it's still not a la carte like it's supposed to be, though. Well, like, it won't be. That a la was the carte. dream. That was the dream. Was like I could get this channel, that channel, that right. channel, and only pay for those things, and not have any everything bundled in that I don't want. And now they're bundling shit together. Like I don't care about. I don't, who I don't think you want a la carte though. Because if, if it becomes a la carte, that means it's all run by one company because everyone would have to play nice with each other. And then they can tell you what they want. If uh, it becomes a la carte, then they're, then they're control. Every, there's one person controlling everything. If you can just select from what, what company that what shows that you want, like well, that, an individual show. But to, for that to happen, all these companies would have to agree to be like, yeah, you can take our content. Yeah, you can take our, some of our content. How much content. would you pay for like one show? One TV show? Yeah. Like a I dollar? Did- a month per episode? A month? It's not on all year. I'd pay a dollar per episode. So if you have like four four dollars a month. But that's like the, that was the iTunes model where you could buy one episode of shows at a time. I don't know if I'd pay. I don't, I don't know. Right? I remember when I got Netflix, it was because of Daredevil, and that was what? Nine, nine bucks Yeah, it was like seven or eight, nine dollars yeah. at the time. Yeah. Now it's 13. But look. It's all is going to happen is there's going to be so many different bundles, so many different streaming services. It's n- it's no different than when you're trying to sign up for cable and you're like, oh, which package should I get? This one with these channels or this one with the expanded channels? Yeah, so we're the, not, it's the same shit. It's all going to go back to that same shit. We're not getting like the dream was. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're still regressing. We're not progressing. We're, we were it's supposed to go circle. to a model. Yeah. We're, we're supposed to go to a model where yeah. we get what we want exactly and nothing else that we're paying that we don't want. Remember, we said, well, remember, I want MTV, right. Bravo, right. and this, and that's all I want. We No, no, no one's doing that. Now, for me, like, it would be nice if I could just pay just to get the Marvel Disney Plus shows, right? 
do I got to play Disney Plus? I'm not going to watch all the fucking cartoons, but I thought that's it would not be cool that you pay for uh, the the amount. Right? So let's say you get you can buy a 10 show package, you can buy a 20 show package, oh, you that's can buy a 50 show package. Mm. And you just sit there and you click and then the ones that you don't like, you unclick them and then that's how that you you fund your show that you like and that's, that's how your show gets funded. You're buying time And almost. so yeah. So that way, like, if you're so if you've selected that show to watch, then it gets funded, and your your monthly fee goes to that, and it makes your that show better. You know what I mean? You could say, like, look, I want all my money to go to this show. I don't watch anything else. Like, turn off all the other shows, and that show will get your full seven the money eight dollars a month. Go to the show. There's fucking two hundred people in between. They get a cut of the money. Well, yeah, whatever. But I mean, the show will get funded so to be better and last longer. You can't kickstart a Game of Thrones. Well, you could, I guess. You're talking about just doing like a GoFundMe. Well, for that's a TV actually show. genius thinking, and no one yeah. fucking wants to do that. It'll never happen, Rugs. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> because that's probably the worst profit margin model out of all of us. They want, is it really though? Yeah, you make the best content though. Yeah, but they'll lock. They want to lock you in for a subscription, month yeah. month to month. Uh, so Disney announces all this. Meanwhile, over at Netflix, they have won the bidding rights for Game of Thrones creators. Benioff and Weiss have. They just signed a five year, nine figure deal. Oh shit! We're talking somewhere $200, $300 million deal exclusive with Netflix, leaving yeah. HBO. Uh, Disney was also bidding for them. Amazon was bidding for them. Netflix wins. And that uh, I think one thing this means is that Confederate show for HBO is probably definitely dead. Good. They're not going to be doing that. It didn't need to happen. But what do you think? Is it what were they going to give us more shows that start out really good and then just kind of peter out at the end? And yeah, they got JJ uh, <laughs> Abrams, Damon Lindelofitis. Anthony, would you be interested in the next thing uh, Benioff and Weiss do? It's one of those things where if you would have asked me before this end of this Game of Thrones season, season I said, absolutely yeah, right. <laughs> Does one bad season tarnish them? No. Overall, the show is still amazing. Right, yeah. I mean, I, that's the, that's the, I'm trying to take a step back and like get away from all this rage and go. Okay, they had one bad season. Yes, that that season was them creating a lot of their own content. Yeah, but six and a half, seven seasons, they did a pretty damn good adaptation of something. And as I've mentioned before, adapting comics or source material or books isn't as easy as one would think. Otherwise, all the movie adaptations we see and TV show adaptations we see of literature would be amazing. It would all be good. But yes. Most of them aren't. No. You, Most of them suck, you, and we talk about them on these shows. Usually yeah, the book is true. better. So, I don't know. I, I think I'm curious to see what they produce. Now, if like it starts out and it's shitty right off the bat, then no, I'm not going to keep watching it, because I know that it's probably going to continue to suck. Well, if you are if you are them, like, how are you feeling coming into this deal? Are they worth $300 million? I, I think I think they're like, fuck yeah, we got this money. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe someone paid us. <laughs> uh, well, we, we, <laughs> Do you think that the pressure's on to, like, now deliver the goods, though? Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be eyes well, on them. They don't them. give I, a shit. You think they're just going to, like, uh, phone it in now? Because they basically, that they, they hit the gold mine there. They did. I mean, I think they do care. Um... They haven't had a great run, though. I mean, the, the whole Comic-Con thing was pretty funny, too, that they just skipped out. Last like, oh, yeah, out. by the way, we're not going. Yeah. And don't they have Star Wars, too? Is that still They're a thing? still going to do a Star Wars trilogy. Uh, they wrote for a universal Kurt Cobain project, and then they're posed to adapt the prison break tale Dirty White Boys for Fox slash 
Disney. But, you know, the question is, are they going to adapt another series? Right. What are they going to do? We are in the age of these mega deals because Warner Brothers gave J.J. Abrams $500 million five-year exclusive well, deal. What's interesting is I remember on the show we were talking about how creators – remember we were talking about how movies used to – back in the day used to be marketed like Martin Scorsese. Yeah, the director or, or the actor director. even. Yeah. And it seems like now with this rise of um, you know content being – original content needing to be created for yeah. – uh, streaming services the creators are kind of coming back right which is really awesome because right now as a creator like these services need content they're trying to grab up every obscure i mean fucking i don't know if they're the book. best creators but, but i mean we've got names we've got names and and now these creators like your jj abrams your benny f weiss they're pulling nine figure deals with these streaming services to create content and a brand for them like this is the world we are we are going to see isn't that crazy you, though it's nuts. Doesn't, that, doesn't that i just i find it to be hilarious not to disparage uh, Benioff and Weiss, but I mean, there are guys that have been creating like fucking loads of content for yeah. generations that never made this kind of money, that well, never been, got this kind of deal. What did, what is, what did Netflix strike a deal with? Millar World? Uh, yeah, yeah, they but they have the you know, like, million. Yep, yeah, yep. I mean, the guys that were create, that made Millar World, yep. they were probably making shit in the 90s. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I think right now, if you have, if you are a storyteller, if you are a creator, if you have a series like Scott Weinstein, Team of Steve's, if you're doing an indie comic book that's even the slightest bit cinematic, this is a great time for those creators. They can, I think you can reach out. Yeah. They're looking for this kind of stuff. Even uh, I had Andrew Gildy on yes. my spinoff show, and he was he, the Man of Sin stuff. Yep. A agent found him. You can listen to that episode. An agent found him and was like, I like your stuff. I want you to keep going. We're going to partner up and I'm going to get I, you're basically I'm going to groom you so that your stuff gets on these Netflix yeah. movie like people are looking for yep. this stuff like yep. like fresh minds or fresh creators are like getting opportunities IP now. IP is gold. But they're like but they're like fast tracking their shit right. to TV. Right, which yeah. doesn't always to create the next Walking Dead, yep, yep, uh, Game of Thrones, yep. blah 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 blah. But it's that process that will determine whether it's shit or you're actually going to slow down and make something good. Like the guys that made the boys, which we'll talk about yeah. next week. Yeah. Um, I don't think what's his name, uh, Garth Ennis, knew that that was going to be what it's becoming. And it's it's from Dynamite Comics. It's a very small right. label. It's not even yeah. like the, one of the big three labels. And all this stuff is getting pulled, and more are coming. That movie that just came out, The Kitchen, uh, it's a Vertigo comic book. Right. All this content is going to be it's out there, and we're going to see it, good and bad. Because there's a ton of they need and demand the, the for Luna Brothers creation content. Still don't have a sword project coming out, and I'm fucking still oh, pissed about Oh, I remember you that. telling me about that book. Yeah, that's a great, that is a when great idea. When are going to make this fucking thing? That's a great idea, too. Make the if sword, okay? If, Do it. If it's good, it'll be made eventually it'll happen there's tons of great shit out there uh moving on to uh, more tv news this uh crisis on infinite earth's arrowverse crossover oh, man. they've we you know nobody's watching these shows but i i love watching you do i do i only watch like two of them but i always watch the crossover because they've been great did it happen yet no it will be oh. this year <laughs> it's gonna be five hours five oh. shows and it's gonna take a break uh it's it's gonna start on supergirl Batwoman, The Flash, December 8, 9, and 10. And then five-week break, come back next year, Arrow, January 14th, and then Legends of Tomorrow. Is the Arrowverse on DC Universe app? It is not yet. Ooh. It's still on CW, I think, Ooh. but that's going to change. But they've added another cast member 
to uh, this crazy crisis on infinite earths. This is pretty awesome. Kevin Conroy, the voice of a Batman from Batman, the animated series and many of the animated films finally will have a chance to play live action. Bruce Wayne. Whoa, what's he looking like nowadays? Oh, he's, he's old. <laughs> Look him up. Look up Kevin Conroy. He's, wow, uh, nice. he's kind of got a very oh, sculpted, yeah. weathered, worn in. But uh, imagine him like as an older oh, Bruce man. Wayne from the future, like a Batman beyond Bruce Wayne. Like he could play that guy. Well, his neck is like a stack of dimes, <laughs> but he's got that voice. He's a, he has a great voice. So it's him. What's the dude that played Robin that so was laughing Bert about? So Ward will, oh we my don't God. know who he's playing. Bort <laughs> Ward will be in the crossover. We got two Supermans. Can you just have them both, one be Batman, one be Robin? Bert, 72-year-old. Even though they've never worked with one another. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I think it's great for Kevin Conroy to actually get the play. I think they would have had Adam West. Yes. But, oh, absolutely. He would have been in this. He gone. But there's rumors of like Linda Carter, Tom Welling, uh, uh, Mark Hamill playing the Joker. I don't know if these are going to happen. There, there's a way where they could write this where it could be a nice little love letter to what they've had in the past. And the cool thing is that penultimate episode, the arrow, the second to last episode uh, on January 14th, co-written by Marv Wolfman, who Marv Wolfman wrote George Perez drew crisis on infinite earths, the comic book. So I'm hmm. expecting uh, Oliver queen to die. Oh, shit. in that episode because they're ending the show. It's been fucking eight years. Kill Oliver queen already. Okay. I think he's done. He has failed the city. He has failed the city. <laughs> but also, rumors possible there'll be a spinoff coming out he's of... He's become something else. He's become the anti-anti-monitor. Black Lightning also will be making his first appearance in the Arrowverse crossover. They've not crossed over. And I hope they do the thing where someone's holding a dead body, like on the cover, where Superman's holding Supergirl's body. Or the other way around. Supergirl's holding Superman. I forget what it is. I think it's Superman holding Supergirl, Supergirl. right? I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be Melissa Benoist Supergirl holding Stephen Amell dead. That's how they're going to do it. And then they'll just spin mm-hmm. off another show. I guess I'll have to watch it now. It's Crisis yeah. on Infinite Earths on television. It's not. It's not. But, uh, it's, it's not. not. But, the, but they, got the, whatever. they got the monitor. They got the anti-monitor. They got all this crazy. It's probably the best they're going to be able to do with C- yeah. uh, being on CW with what they, the money they have to work with. I mean, Flash yeah. is getting on it's like in its a years. bastardization. Yeah. That's done poorly for TV on a like teen, teeny teen bopper. Yeah. Teen, yeah. I don't think these shows are going anywhere, though, because Batwoman is starting. The Flash is... No, I'm sure they're doing very well. They're going to do another spinoff of something, uh, probably. Yeah. I would love to see like Static Shock. You could add Static Shock to this universe. Be cool. Love the Static Shock. I think that girl that uh, was on our show was Alex. Yes, from A Place to Hang Your Cape. She she's probably real giddy about all this. Yes, she loves the Arrowverse. There, there. Uh, the the TV voting is done, and they have announced the winners on the podcast. Podcapers, go listen, find out. Oh, okay. Find out who won. Uh, last thing. I'm glad we could the, do that. Preview. Who won the ship? Uh, this contest. I don't know. I don't spoil it for me, Rogs. I'm going to find out. I don't know. I'm, was I'm the UPS. It was in the shipping. Company? I think FedEx beat out the yeah. best ship. FedEx. There's an arrow in the logo. You notice that? It's amazing. Yeah, right there. Right, under the, right by the X. Last thing in the news, you guys, if you liked Shin Godzilla, did you like Shin Godzilla? Cool. What do we think? Uh, would you I, say you liked Shin Godzilla? I would give it a positive review, but I, it's not my favorite Godzilla movie by any means. Anthony, could you say you liked Shin Godzilla? It, it's a, <laughs> it's an interesting take. Yeah. I, I give them credit for trying something different. It is not at all rewatchable. Well, if you like... It is a one-time watch. <laughs> you're going to like this. The team that brought you Shin Godzilla is now doing Shin Ultraman. Oh, what shit. Is, Rugs, what is Shin? What does that mean? Do you know? 
that's it, it's in multiple meanings it's got true real new oh, all means mm, means all okay. of those things Me, okay new godzilla no one in america really calls it godzilla resurgence they all no, call it shin godzilla shin. yeah the american title godzilla yeah. resurgence yeah. uh hideko ano and shinji higuchi uh they've announced yeah. they are doing a similar thing with ultraman giving shin ultraman will come out in 2021 so what's this going to be uh people sitting around in a conference room talking about ultraman <laughs> yeah i mean if they do this I mean, is there any precedent for even doing a serious I mean, Ultraman? No, I mean, if you watch the anime, it's yeah. fucking amazing. The one that just came out on Netflix. Oh, there's a new mm. Ultraman anime? Oh, Ooh. yeah, it's fucking badass. All I, all I know about Ultraman is the 70s stuff, which um, is very wacky. Uh, I don't like the 70s stuff, and my, uh, I think that John Bellani just fell out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just basically that. like, you know, it's like, there's not even an attempt to try and create like uh like this make my suspension of disbelief go away there's like it's like like you could see the eyes in ultraman's like mask where the guy has to see out of yeah mm. so he's got like these like big bulbous alien eyes and there's like these like black holes that you know that the guy in the costume has to see and you see the zipper on the back <laughs> it's like it's it's just it, and then there's points where He's making this T pose so he can make a laser come out of his the side of his wrist. For some reason, it comes out of the side of his his arm. Okay, like this beam. <laughs> yeah, and he just sits there and he holds it for like twenty minutes, and he just keeps firing this beam. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, okay, I get it. It's like monsters and this thing, but I don't know. I just like J- Jaguar better for some reason. I've never been an Ultraman no. guy either. He's an no. alien superhero from I Nebula like the, M78. I like the anime though. The anime is pretty cool. The anime, they actually made a reason why those ar- the things beams come out of his arms. He's got like this little fucking contraption there. I like his outfit. I mean, I kind of like the Ultraman, yeah. uh, you know. Other than helmet. like Jet Jaguar, it was always weird for me seeing humanoid kaiju right. face off well, against I saw Jet Jaguar kaiju. first. So that like automatically, I was like, even though he's a complete Ultraman ripoff. Right. And that's why they made him to rip off of the popularity of Ultraman. I saw him first. Like in the Godzilla movie, so I thought that was my first thing. So when I saw Ultraman, I was like, "Yeah, Jet Jaguar's cooler." When what about Spectre Man? Was that another ripoff of of both of these things? There's Mirror Man, Spectre Man. There's fucking. I remember Spectre Man. There's there's like a million. Wait, more. so there's is like Ultraman Kamen Riders and all of is Ultraman shit. as big as like the Godzilla and the Kaiju in the movies? Yeah, he's 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 a giant human. Is he always big? Does he get small like normal size? Yeah, How he's does this small work? and he grows big. Oh, he grows and shrinks. Like a penis. Like, like Giant yeah. Man <laughs> and a penis. Like Giant Man's penis. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the style of like uh, the armored human and the 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 helmet with the soup yeah. in front I like of it. Cool um, I like the concept of Ultraman. I like the concept. I like. I even like the design of Ultraman and how they, even the monsters, some of the monsters are really cool and creative. I just don't like, I don't know. I just... How silly it! How it's just too silly for me. Get ready for the most boring Ultraman movie you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. that's what we're gonna I mean, get from the I don't know. Guys. It's gonna be Ultraman. It relies on a person, all right, like like an actual person to be to channel Ultraman. Yeah, all right. I I'm not even sure I'm getting it right. Wait, like, so is he a human? Do we see him in human form, like out of costume? It's some kind of like I don't know. I, one time I made the mistake of saying the Ultraman's a robot, and yeah. people were like, no, he's not a robot. He's not a robot. He's an alien. So he's like an alien yeah. being yeah. that that comes through a human. Okay. 
and like possesses a like human. Like Starman. Like, Remember Starman? Yeah, it's like whatever. It's like Gridman and you know, Mirror Man and Spectraman. And I'll watch Star it Man. when I'm ready to take a nap when it comes up. Because it's just going to be people in a conference room talking about Ultraman. What well, should we do about Ultraman? If there is a like this, if if they're doing this, like uh, Evangelion, yeah, like uh, the human protagonist is going to be like this fucking mess of emotions, and he's not going to know if he should be Ultraman. If why is he being Ultraman? What's the I purpose see. of being Ultraman? He's going to wrestle with that because that's he's going to be depressed, even though there's hot chicks around him all the time. <laughs> just watch Evangelion, and you'll know. I heard it's very good. Uh, and then last thing, Anthony, you just mentioned the boys. Uh, how far are you into the series? Sure. Well, this is a recording this Thursday, April 8th. So April. three episode. Oh, fuck. April. What kind of drugs wow. are you taking? Uh, Lollapalooza. Still Lollapalooza. Numbers, oh, yeah. <laughs> August 8th. Yes. Um, I'm three episodes in. Oh, okay. But I will say that I am all immediately hooked after the first episode. Nice. V- very much unlike that fucking last show that I had to watch. Uh, Umbrella Academy? Yes. No, you didn't like This is way fucking like, better. This is really maybe, good. I, maybe, I mean, I still need to watch five more episodes. Yeah. So. No, I like that your early thoughts uh, are positive. It was right away that for the, each episode I've watched yeah. has been riveting in its own way, and it's been like a good singular episode, but also part of a story. Like there's something going on in each episode yeah. that makes me engaged, but also the greater story is, is Excellent. interesting. Excellent. I like this a lot. This has a dark yeah. take on superheroes is way fucking better like than a, Umbrella Club oh. bullshit. I forgot. I literally forgot what that show what was, it called. was called. Something yeah. with an umbrella or rain or some shit. Uh, this show makes me want to go back and watch Doom Patrol or uh, the other show that you had. Deadly Class. That's Deadly canceled. Class, Don't yeah. worry about that one. It got canceled. Yeah, it got huh? canceled. One season and done. Uh, I'm huh? glad you're watching this. Uh, it's a not only is it a buzzy show, everybody's watching it. It's really the, fucking good. The uh, I'll say the first three episodes, the character that's the most standout for me is Homelander uh, because yes. a Superman, Captain America, that is just a complete narcissistic sociopath. N- sociopath is very intriguing. It's so. very good. The, act, the acting is very good. The performances are great. Uh, can't wait to dive in. We'll do a full review next week. Here's my early thoughts. I love this movie. Oh. I'm going to try to watch it again. Before wow. I, be, I want, it got renewed for a second yes, season. Guy, oh, it, it should. It ends. You'll see how it yeah. ends. Yeah, need, I gotta, you know. I'm interested because seems like this is just a one season storyline. But we'll see. Rugs, uh, what's your quick early thoughts on the boys? I watched the whole thing. You did. Good. Did, did you like it? And I did. Oh my but god! It, it actually got a. Oh, I just hit the mic. A thumbs oh, up. Shit. You hit Mike Rips. Why would you do that? Why are you smacking no, him? I banged into the mic. The thing that put me <laughs> over the top on watching yes. this, besides the hype, yeah. is Rugs going. By the end of it, this is a must-watch right? show. Rug Boy yeah, said it is a must-watch show. Yes, so. I like. I wanted to hate it. Yeah, like when I go in hot, like <laughs> wanting to hate something. Yeah, it's like almost impossible to make me like come to the other side. Like if I go in and I'm gonna hate watch something because I fucking have to for the show, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this shit's actually like like the comics. Like Garth Ennis would write a comic book. Like it, yeah. it's, it it's true to it. Yeah, it's true to Garth. I mean, maybe they changed around a lot of shit, but they like did. the feel of it feels like a Garth Ennis book. It feels like it because it's so dark and twisted and stuff. And they uh, do go places where people explode and shit like that. Um, you see that in the trailers. I'm not I'm not spoiling anything, but the, so they go as dark as as the stuff that they've done. Uh, like Preacher tried to do that, but didn't do it as well. 
they did it a little bit. I love the premise of it. I mean, it's like, imagine the MCU is real. How fucked up all these people would actually be. Uh, yeah. That's what you're getting. And, it, and it's a great compliment to like the world we have now with the MCU, the other side of it. Review. Perfect timing. Yes. Perfect timing. Great source. Great original source material. We'll have a review next week. Let's take a quick break here. We will come back and review quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Right after this. <laughs> after these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jen. I'm Brian. And I'm Heno. We're three friends that talk about mental health, wellness, and our lives. Through articles and tips, we share what has worked for us on our paths overcoming depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, alcoholism, and addiction. Come join us on our journey. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Just search for The Crazy Life. Remember, wiggle your toes and just keep breathing. What's up, guys? This is Gerald and my buddy right across from me, as always. Andy. We are two peas on a podcast, and we want to invite you to join us weekly as we discuss. What do we talk about? We talk about a little bit of everything. We I do. mean, we talk about too much. Events, we talk about too politics, much politics, sports. We, we talk, even talk about sports. We're dudes. We yeah, talk we talk about, about too much stuff. In fact, don't join us. It's too much. <laughs> it's too complicated. I think you're confusing uh, them, Gerald. <laughs> we are a weekly podcast discussing current events, pop culture, hot topics. Hot. The topics uh, are hot. Not the retail store. Just uh, hot topics. Well, oh, I used to anything, love, that was a great story. If anything happened at a hot topic, we would discuss that as well. You want to get your black Metallica shirt and some studded earrings? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. But yeah. uh, my name is Gerald and my buddy Andy, and you can catch us on Two Peas on a Podcast. Please go to our website. It's two peas on a pod.com. Check it out. Check us out on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod and subscribe via iTunes or Google Play. We hope to hear you listening. Is that, we can't we can't <laughs> yes. do that though, can we? No, we can do. It. We can hear them listening. Uh, <laughs> we we hope to see that you listened via yes. our stats or whatever. We're everywhere. Uh, but check us out. Two peas right. on a podcast, guys. Listener, if you love the show, you want to support the show, join our awesome Patreon community. Join our fan club. Visit joggernerd.com slash Patreon. Uh, you will get access to a bonus RSS feed that has lots of bonus content, post shows, instant reactions. Uh, all the shows come out early. And like we're going to do in a little while, if you sign up for $10 a month, you get to pick a movie and force us to watch it and review it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and this is another pick this week that has backfired on myself. Usually this is the tier where we make Anthony great. watch things that he would never watch except this time. Right, Anthony? Absolutely. These past two have been awesome. <laughs> the last one we did in the feed. Movies from my childhood. Episode 280. Uh, we we fulfilled an order for Power Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from 1995, and at the time, I thought I, I was like, "This is the worst movie I've ever seen." Oh, I was wrong. And I think this is really funny because right now, if you look at all like the big geek podcasts, movie podcasts, everybody is going to be talking about Hobbs and Shaw, reviewing Hobbs and Shaw. Not here, listener. Not oh, here. Oh no, we think I'm, we try. We dare to be different. We think outside the box. We're doing Calvin and Hobbes. I don't even think there no. is a box. It's more like a soft <laughs> gel-like membrane. That's real pudgy and soft. What we are doing is we have been forced to watch the amazing Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh shit! From 1997. Well, before we get into yes. that, Drek. Yes. I- 
I saw this earlier today and I just thought about it now. Okay. It has to do with the last segment where we were talking about Disney Plus. Yes. Did you guys see that they're what they're doing with some of the Fox properties they acquired? Well, some of them are going to go straight to Hulu. Well, no, no. Just, I don't know. You mean the Home Alone? This. Yes. And yeah, they're remaking yes. uh, Home Alone, Cheaper by the Dozen, Night at the Museum, and Diary oh, of a Wimpy Kid. For a TV, for, right? For Disney Plus, yeah. Did you see the picture? First of all, don't touch Home Alone. Have you seen I, Macaulay yeah, the, Culkin's? The one that's getting the most uproar yes. in Home Alone. You, yeah, there's no need for that. <laughs> Have you seen Macaulay Culkin's response? He tweeted a, a picture say? of him sitting on his sofa with a gut hanging out, eating like popcorn, looking like a schlub. He goes, hey, this is what it's going to look like. Here's your home alone. And I don't appreciate this, <laughs> which is well, great. Apparently, I don't know where I read this, but the rumor is it's not going to be about a kid being basically MacGyver uh-huh. and robber sneaking in, but it's going to be about these two adults being MacGyver while kids storm their house what? or teenagers. Yeah, mm, I don't know about that. Don't call it Home Alone. Call it's like it, old Home Alone. Call it. It's like the flip. Like the the old people are now defending themselves. So it's just an excuse to beat up on kids. Doesn't seem very know. Disney friendly. Like if you're like in your sixties, maybe it's all right. <laughs> oh, don't ruin Home so that's Alone. That's what they're doing with some of the Fox yeah. stuff. So and then some of the they also Disney reported like a huge quarter three loss because of like Dark Phoenix, and uh, they're gonna slow some of the Fox movies. A lot of the projects that. Have been canceled a lot ha- that haven't are going to go straight to Hulu. They're trying to figure out. There's been tons of layoffs on, on fucking the Fox side. So I don't have a ton of connection to the other stuff like Cheaper mm-hmm. by the Dozen or Night at the yeah. Museum, but Home Alone is Home Alone. How can you make ingrained in my childhood? I lo- it's my favorite Christmas movie. Like we watch that every Christmas. I, I, I that's another movie like True I Romance. Made my parents disappear. Whole <laughs> cheese pizza just for me, <laughs> Kevin. You little. What does he call him? He's like, you little twerp. Look what you did, you little twerp. Yeah. <laughs> what if they did Home Alone with Post Malone? <laughs> that should, that should, I <laughs> that think, would, that would actually I think Post Malone should start in the Home Alone. Post Malone should be the guy opposite, um, Macaulay <laughs> Culkin? No, no, no. The, the two robbers. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, he should Joe be Pesci the, and Daniel Stern. Yeah, he should be Daniel Stern. Harry. Harry. Daniel, <laughs> and Marv. 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 The wet bandits. Harry. Why are you going to do that? Why are you going to do that, Marv? Marv. Every time Marv, <laughs> we're the whip bandits, Harry. How's With anybody going to know? And then the second one, we're the sticky bandits. The sticky bandits. <laughs> just wraps tape around his hand and steals out of uh, Goodwill. Yes. The first one is a classic. Anyways, we're not here to- I thought the, uh, the first and the second ones are great. They're great. And then- The third one has Scarlett Johansson in it. And isn't it, it's, isn't it a, it's not Macaulay? It's no, another, it's a different, it's a different kid. kid. Scarlett Johansson's the teenage girl. Oh, Black Widow's in there. Wow. Yeah. But we're not here. This is not a Home Alone podcast. Sorry. Sorry. I could. Uh, we review that whole movie. We could review. Maybe we Home should do. We should just day. do that for the po- uh, for, the, for the Patreon, <laughs> well, or maybe for a Christmas review. But we are here. Whose fault is this? Listener Patreon sponsor John Campbell. I thank you, John. I am Detective John Campbell. Uh, I'm a copy with you. It's not a tumor. <laughs> uh, we have to do that every time we mention John Campbell. John Campbell picked this movie. He has been a patron for twelve months. Currently gives us thank you fifteen dollars a month. Oh, shit! Wow. Thank you, so you rich. Much. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I bought this baby straight cash. <laughs> Here's uh, when he announced on our Facebook group, talking to Nation, 
his movie pick. He said, after much deliberation and gathering some inspiration from today's episode of Jock and Nerd, this was back in November of 2018, you guys were speculating about the title of Avengers 4 being Annihilation. I felt the need to stick with that theme and pull an instant classic out of the hat. <laughs> it's instant a classic. classic. As a ch- my choice for a review, I would like you guys to review the nostalgia-inducing absolute Shit show that is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Here's your spoilers. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had to watch two shitty Let movies. Let me just in a row. set this up and then we're gonna... from my childhood. I know. Somebody, pick, oh my god. Somebody pick a shitty movie from my childhood to force Anthony. <laughs> we need retribution. This compared. I, I'm still. I'm still in. Uh... I'm still uh, trying to mentally prep, prep, prepare myself for having to watch Willow. Oh, Willow. Okay, see, there we go. That'll be oh, some I, good. I can't wait to watch Willow's that. Willow's great. That's going to be some great revenge. Dude, we, is Battlestar Galactica on there, no, that's too? A, no, the movie? On our on no. our uh, Patreon list. No, it's not. Serenity. No, Firefly is it? Firefly and Serenity. Firefly. Um, uh, Waterworld. Oh, we, we saw did Waterworld. <laughs> We've done a bunch of them. That's a bad one. There's some good ones still. We've done almost... Half of them are, uh, yeah, so we are fulfilling John Campbell's order. And we, we're at an amazing pace, only doing half of them in a year. <laughs> We've done half of the total. We can do more. I know. Just, <laughs> this was painful. We, we got to make fun of ourselves. Absolutely. Uh, it's all a matter of just saying we're doing it this week. And then yeah, we just true. And then you got to find the movie and sit through this god-awful fucking Anyways, Mortal Kombat came out 1997, November, based... The sequel. The sequel. The first one comes out in 1995, loosely based on the Mortal Kombat game and franchise. It started in 92. This movie, though, is loosely based on Mortal Kombat 3, I believe, right? Two and three, I believe. Two and three. Uh, On Rotten Tomatoes, listener, you may be wondering, Mortal Kombat sitting at a whopping 2 percent oh, shit. oh it's, it's one of the worst movies ever and all that's time. generous average rating 2.3 out of 10 yes box office wise it i don't have a production budget it made uh 16 million opening weekend finishes at 51 million worldwide only uh mm. after a couple of weekends uh this movie directed by does it even matter who fucking yeah let's call this person out let's call this person out his name is john r leonetti oh shit uh, what has he done since uh well that is a good question back in 1997 he did this is a lot oh 11 director credits mortal Kombat annihilation his first movie uh and then he oh it shows <laughs> that he does the butterfly effect 2 uh, oh, in 2006. Oh, that was with Lois Lane or something? I think so. And then uh, this is Annabelle 2014, Wolves at the Door. I've not heard Wish Upon the Silence. He's working on something at the hop. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it doesn't matter what this guy has done. But this movie stars uh, two people from the original movie. And then so they, everybody just left. And they just recast. <laughs> Everybody. So the girl ended up going to Happy Gilmore and being the, I want to touch, touch the high yeah, Bri- girl, right? Yeah, Bri- Brigitte Wilson or whatever his name yeah. is. Liu Kang, uh, Robin Shao coming back to play Liu Kang. Felissa Soto still playing Katana. And then everybody else recast. Uh, recast James yeah. Remar, Raiden, Sandra Hess playing Sonya Blade. Uh, Lynn Red Williams as Jax, probably one of my favorite characters out of this whole movie. <laughs> Brian Thompson, Shao Kahn, and other people playing Sindel and Jade and Mataro. People you've never heard of, you've never seen from again. They actually got a Native American actor, Lightfoot, to play Night Wolf, who is like the Native American wolf character, right? So, 
Right. Yeah, he was in the little Indian in the cupboard or something like that, right? Good good on them. And then one dude, JJ Perry, played all like the robot ninja uh versions like Cyrax and Scorpion and the other and one. Wasn't Ray Park in there too? Ray Park in the first one? No, he's 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 a stuntman in this movie. He probably is. is. I believe so. Oh, Ray he's Park. Raiden's, yes. Yeah, he's Raiden's stuntman. He's, I could see his face during the whole fucking scene. He's Raptor number three. Oh, he is Raiden's stuntman where he, they didn't really do a, a try to hide it much. No. Uh, I'm like, it's Darth Maul. Boy, so. Fuck's he doing in this movie? I, I, look, this this movie is so confusing. I Because I, honestly, I've seen the first one. I don't remember it. it. This movie picks up right where the first one left off. Let me. Can I get in there? Yes. Or we'll, we'll just get into. Well, the reason why. You're so confused is because if you didn't literally watch the first one minutes before, yeah. you have no idea why the fuck it this movie started. It takes place immediately right, right after. Immediately. You literally have to watch both of them. <laughs> and the best part time. is that it it starts right after the first one ends, but it has a completely different cast. And then they just <laughs> yeah. undo what they did in the first movie in like five minutes. Uh, right at the beginning. Yeah. Doesn't like the main guy, like Liu Kang... Like become the champion and defeat everybody in Mortal Kombat, and then all of a sudden in this movie he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm too scared. <laughs> that closed too, the portals. Not, I, yeah. Well, look, let's start like this, Anthony. I want you to take yeah. me through your your connection to the Mortal Kombat sure. franchise, the first movie, and then what you thought when you saw this movie. So Mortal Kombat, along with Street Fighter and to a lesser degree Tekken, yeah, are like the fighting games of my youth. I was always more partial to Street Fighter, but I. I Equally enjoyed Mortal Kombat. You play Kombat. these in the arcade or on consoles? Yeah. In the arcade. Both. Nice. Both. Nice. You can play them on the console or the arcade. Yeah. Mortal Kombat was always the like the little more edgier one. And Street Fighter was like the kid yep. safer yep. one. Um, but I loved both. So Mortal Kombat was a big place in my history uh, as a child. I remember Mortal Kombat 1 seeing that in the theater and just geeking the fuck out. <laughs> and I don't know if that movie's aged very well. Probably not. Um, but I thought at the time it was fucking amazing. So Mortal Kombat Annihilation, as a kid, I had no idea it was even coming out. All I remember is seeing it at my friend's house one day and going, oh, fuck, this is the sequel. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why aren't anybody that I recognize from Mortal Kombat in this movie other people? than Liu Kang? Right. So that was the first thing. And as a kid, you watch that movie. And even as I was nine, ten years old. Even as a kid, I was like, something's weird about this fucking movie. Like, this isn't... I didn't know that it wasn't good. I just didn't think it was... Like, I didn't, wasn't blown away. I was going, what is going on? Like, these... The characters that I remember in the video games, like Ermac and Cyrax and Motaro, none of these characters look as good in this movie. Oh, my God. That first shot where they show you all the bad guys. On oh, yeah. The, Shiva and all... The um, you worst know, like all green those. screen I have ever seen in my life. So, so revisiting this movie now, even back then as a kid, I knew this was was not not something worth watching again. But revisiting this movie now, as I mentioned earlier, if we had talked about Power Rangers a while ago yeah. being really bad, this is worse. I, yeah, I didn't. This is this is a lot. This is a lot worse. So this Whoever is literally the one of the worst. On this movie, needs to completely just hang his head in shame. Oh yeah, lock himself in a closet and never be spoken of again because. It's just so bad. Like the green screen, it's like it's so bad. There's like parts where you can actually see like the digital screening and like pe- things popping in and out of the screen. It's so fucking bad. It's like they didn't even try to blur the edges. 
they just left them like all fucking bad. And it's and they color match anything. It's dog shit. It's dog shit on a hot day, <laughs> mixed with like urine and a little like I don't know, just a little bit of like uh, the set the trash, burning trash. It's one of those. <laughs> That's what it is. The, when I was watching it, it reminded me that it was. It, it seemed like this movie had absolutely no budget, and they knew it. And they didn't even try to cover it They didn't care. Yeah. Like, they could have, like, I don't know. They could have, like, <laughs> written a way around this so they didn't have to do all this other shit and still made a good movie. But, like, they didn't do that. They just were like, we're going to have no plot. We're going to have shitty effects. We're going to not give a fuck about anything. Yeah. And you're going to watch it. This is uh this is the first time I've watched this movie. I played the video games. I love playing Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and you're right, what set Mortal Kombat apart, it looked more realistic and it was it was more violent bloodier, and bloodier. Yeah. And you saw motherfuckers get their spines ripped out of their bodies. And I'm watching this movie and I don't remember the first one. I'm the whole time I'm completely confused. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, is this a spoof movie? Is this made a story? By a student? <laughs> is this a student film project? Why so it's much? It's not even good enough for that. It's not. It's, it's like a, bad for that. It's like somebody made this as a spoof of a Mortal Kombat movie. Can I just play you? And the dialogue is brilliant. Here's here's my favorite line right at the beginning. Uh, it goes like this. Oh, the music. Here you go. Alive. Too bad you will die. <laughs> That's amazing screenwriting. That's oh awesome. my god. Oh my god. Great delivery. Too bad you will die. Too bad you, you will die. Uh the guy playing Raiden, uh James Remar, he plays uh, uh he's on Black Lightning right now. And he plays like the butler, like the Alfred, like the tech yeah, he's guy. He's been in some good movies. But he's he, actually a decent actor, but not he did not this. give a fuck oh my God. about being in this movie. First of all, he looks like a James Carradine wannabe in the beginning and then dies. And then when he comes back younger, he just like appears out of nowhere. Like there's no portal or effect. Like there's a scale. Like he gets bigger as he's tumbling out of nowhere on a green screen. <laughs> like what so the fuck bad. is going on? One of the bigger things amongst others is you you watch this movie and you're like, okay, I'm going to watch a Mortal Kombat movie. At least the fight scenes will be fucking awesome, right? Yeah. These are like some of the some of the slowest choreography so in bad. terms of fight scenes, and they literally cut away every time the impact is supposed to happen on a kick or a punch. <laughs> so it's like anything that is like remotely difficult in a choreograph choreographed fight scene. Is not shown. <laughs> they just cut yeah, away. And <laughs> I literally like was like, "What the fuck is up with everybody flipping all the time?" <laughs> so many flips. It's like Power Rangers, unnecessary. No, this flipping is like and jumping. The flipping, like I feel like after watching this movie, I wanted to flip and land on my toilet. It's just like <laughs> pe- yeah, instead of just walking over, people yeah, are flipping flip unnecessarily. For no reason. It's the flipping, and then there's a lot of this, but especially the one scene where Raiden is fighting. I forget who. But just trading kicks where they just miss. <laughs> yes. It's like I'm gonna do a side spinning side kick. Now I'm gonna do one. No, I'm gonna do one. No, I'm gonna do one. And it's like they keep missing over and over. It's like, like Wait, what am I what? watching? What? But it's so slow yes. too. Like the, there's no impact to any of the choreography that's being it's shown like on here. TV. It's like lower than TV level choreography. Yeah, I mean it's like sci-fi ch- cable shit 
movies are are better than this. Raiden is just constantly being thrown through walls in the whole movie. Every time he fights someone, he ends up going through the wall. So the there's the plot. The plot is hilarious. There's no plot, but it starts undoing everything, and then they uh, a katana gets kidnapped. Well, let me hear. Let me let me do the yeah. Plot. Do the plot real quick. It's hilarious. It's, it's very quick. It's Shao Kahn, who's the big bad, who's Brian Thompson, who all, all I remember him from oh, he's is so from bad. What has he been the in? Movie um, Cobra, where he's the bad guy Stallone's against Cobra. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he's been in yeah. a bunch of things. He's always a bad yeah. guy. Yeah, he's stuff. like the '80s, like weird faced actor. Yes, weird face, yes. big voice. Yes. Um, but the plot is Shao Kahn comes over, and for whatever reason. I guess because God created the world in seven days. It takes six days to destroy Why the world. Six days. And he's going to merge the outer world with Earth world and destroy everything. It. And, like and he announces it. He's like, <laughs> right, he announces it. I have six days for some reason. Like, okay, you have six days to prepare. Um, the best part about this is like, there's no scenes on all of Earth occurs in the middle of a desert. Yeah. So there's no scenes where like with other people we feel like the humans yeah. are actually in danger because like no one's around. Yeah. Um, but that's the entire plot is they have to figure out how to stop Shao Kahn from taking over and, in six and days. And then they, you know, they tell you, oh, it's Katana and her mom Sindel is the key and they're not the key and he's got to fight him anyways. Uh, well, the, there's a, there's a scene with your your boy. The, the Native American, where the Native Americans like, there's three things that you have to yes. do. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. And, and, but they only announced two. No, they, the guy never announces a third. <laughs> I thought, I didn't and even, they drop it. I didn't even. Okay, wait. There's so many things wrong. So, first of all, they're like, go find Nightwolf. He will help you. And so, Liu Kang is there. He gets attacked by a, a wolf. Uh, the wolf gets up, turns into a human. Now, Liu Kang is looking for someone named Nightwolf. What is the first thing he says? He goes, who are you? I'm like, dude, you're looking for a dude named Nightwolf. And then later he goes, well, if you are Nightwolf, who the fuck else would this be? Do you see any other wolf guys walking around? Uh, and, and he says three, three. I only saw one challenge and he called that one the second one test. I was like, wait, what the fuck? What, what happened? I thought there were two. What happened to the third one? No, and then they, yeah, there then is they no just third drop one. it. The third one gets completely dropped. And then Jade just shows up and everyone trusts her when she's clearly oh, not she to be trusted. Yes, she's it's, hot. It's, it's one of the worst swerves ever. Like, you clearly know that she, like, it makes your, your main character look so dumb. She's, that she this is takes the, the role of the, the, uh, the, the hot body girl that was in Power Rangers. What was her name? Whoever that was. Like, yeah, it's the no same, the same role. Uh, but, oh my God. And then the, the balls of travel. These, the tunnels through the they earth. tight balls where they have to be like up against each They're other. They're hanging just it, awkwardly very close to each other. Raiden is smiling. <laughs> these Raiden. things. Well, one of them has a boner. I, I, yeah, you, you gotta Raiden, think. Not only that, but like this, the movie, those balls of travel like keep coming at the screen. Yeah. It's as if the movie was supposed to be in 3D. Oh. But it's not. <laughs> so like you keep getting things thrown at the screen. But this never came out as a 3D movie. <laughs> Oh, it did it. Why? What? Why are you doing this? Like, why is this happening? If this was like a horrible B movie, like that was never released in the theater, I could be like, okay, it's fucking really shitty. And I, what the B movies usually do is that, all right, we we have a terrible plot, we have no money, but we're going to show you boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and they tried to do that yeah. with like Sonya in a mud wrestling contest with the oh, other yeah. girl. And I was like, all right, they tried, but like. Still didn't save this movie. It still it still was a theater released movie, and I was like, okay, this is like doesn't make sense to do this in the theater released movie. This, but yeah. that, 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 that 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 mud wrestling yes, scene yes. where she falls yes. onto the rock, yes. and you clearly are like that rock is fucking. <laughs> 
It's plastic. Dude, it's a plastic the, rock. The scene oh, between yeah. Scorpion and Sub Zero where he shoots the ice is the shittiest looking foam set I've ever seen in my life. Well, yeah. the best part about that is he shoots the ice, but before that, Liu Kang does a flip over the like the the crevice. Yeah, so he didn't even need so to like, make the bridge. Why do you need to make the bridge? <laughs> he didn't even need he the could bridge. flip forward over it. That the fucking the uh, Sonya that was so terrible. Sonya Blade wow. getting covered in mud. I love Jax makes a fucking dirty line there. He's like, look, the mud looks good on you. And she's like, Jax. And then the next time we see her, she's fucking completely clean. <laughs> There's no mud. Yeah. He's like, I need a shower. If, I'm like, all right. The, and the, the f- Let's see the shower. <laughs> she's like, I need a river. Like- the, they get into a fight scene. Her hair does not budge one inch. No. An- another comment on the fight scene. I believe it's um, Cyrax, the yellow oh, yeah, predator the, looking Yeah, the one. yellow robot dude. I mean, he looks like Yellow Predator. Yeah. He punches the, when he punches the glass. He never actually touches the glass, and it all shatters. Oh, really? And then, and then he dies. Except he sets off the like they steal it right from the Predator, where he starts. He sets off the the bomb. Oh, right. Oh, right. He's, Remember, he's that? the the bombs in him. Yes, the bombs oh, in him. Oh my god! And, then, and the greatest then blue you, screen explosion. I, I was just gonna say, oh, you shit. get the best explosion green scene you've ever because green screen you've ever like seen. They're like deep underground. They're in this facility, and they run out, and suddenly they're outside, and it looks like MacGruber. It's just the big explosion of them flying from where to where. I don't know. Uh, I was surprised that those dudes in the yellow robot suits surprisingly nimble, and uh, they, you know, they're 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 kicking. That I think the fighting is better than Power Rangers. Oh, I don't know. I will say this. I would say the Power Rangers fighting is a lot more entertaining. Yeah, because at least with that, there's this kind of cheese to it. They're moving around. Like the fighting in this is so slow. (laughs) It's just kind of speed. It's like wait, you're like okay, my turn to punch. Okay, block. Like you can almost see it's It's like punch, block, block, block. Okay, now I punch. It's really poorly done. It's bad. Cyborg ninjas. That's what they have. But Ray Park, he's like a talented dude. <laughs> it's like whatever they 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 didn't pay him enough. Uh, we got to get other to. great moments in this movie. Well, what we we got to get to the fact that so in Mortal Kombat playing the games, and I'm sure you guys have played it. One of the big things is fatality. Yes, right. But then uh, these other forms came along, like babality, animality. So animality was a big thing. Oh, so they tried to do the animality. So that was in, this. in the game. Right, that was in the game where you could turn into an animal. That was oh, one of the finishing animality. Is so amazing. they tried to do it here with Liu Kang and Shao Kahn, and it looks like something from like you would build on a like your first computer in the early late eighties yes. or yeah, something. It is like student level at best. It's like <laughs> yeah, student and it doesn't even make any sense. Oh, first of all, I love right when Nightwolf shows up and he turns back to the human. His first line is great. He goes, "Pretty cool, huh?" It's my animality. Then, yeah, so he's the one that teases the animality. And then he's like, find yourself. Find your animality. So he turns into a wolf. There's the word animal in it. You see, like, lizard things in, in Luke Kang's eyes. I'm like, oh, he's going to turn into, like, a big lizard. No, no he's he, like a... He's always been... What is no, he? No, but that's always been in the comic. Uh, not the comics. Like, he's always been a dragon. He's like he's a Chinese. dragon, and he fought, And then Shao Kang turns into Ghidorah. Is that what happens? <laughs> yeah, like a Hydra. But the, the, but, uh, I've read a... I saw a review by Chris Duckman, yeah. which was really funny, yeah. and he—I'm quoting him—but that the animality scene is like when a kid in like from 1992 who created it, and they were like, "Oh, great job, kid! <laughs> this is going to be used in a movie five years later." <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst CGI it's, battle at the end. It's the worst. It's, it's the worst one ever. It came out in '97. Yes. Yes. That's like 
years after Jurassic Park. Yeah. Ju- years after Jurassic Park. Well, I mean, remember when we were talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and how bad the CGI was? Yeah. What, that was 95? Yeah, that was 95, I think. So this was two years later. It, not, it got even worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's bad. I mean, I think the Power and it's Rangers... it's worse. Is, I, I think it's just as bad. But just like, as bad? Yeah, but like they use it more here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you see it and more. And you can see it more, yeah. There's so also... It's really... Ugh. There's random fire pits uh, that Shao Kahn just tosses people into. Oh, Shao Kahn left. is the worst. He just kills people for yeah, no reason. But, uh, he killed. So apparently, so the guy who played Johnny Cage in the beginning did he not want to be in the movie? He's like, you know what? Just fucking kill me in the beginning. I can't take this. I, I knew right. Even that wasn't as a even kid, him. No, it's it a wasn't different even guy. Him. Yes, that's true. I knew though, as a kid watching that, I went, "Wait, why? Like, that, <laughs> well, Johnny Cage is one of the most popular yes. characters." In Mortal Kombat, you kill him the right start that off this game. This movie scene doesn't make sense either because Shao Kahn has his head, and then Raiden's like, "Oh, I'm gonna send all your bad guys into this dimension," and then he goes, "Take me instead. I'll be your slave." And Shao Kahn's like, "Ooh, that's a great idea," and then he just fucking kills Johnny. Oh, why would you do that? Yeah, I, he just fucked everything up. Like, what? What is going on? There are lines in this movie where it seems like people aren't even talking or responding to each other. I had that feeling a lot. I'm like, who are you talking to? The script makes no sense. The story makes no sense. It's just, they're just going from fight scene to fight scene. And then at the end, it just fizzles out because like even that last crescendo that you're trying to build to, like that fight is the lamest fight in the whole movie. That's so bad. The lines, as you mentioned, though, it's literally like, okay, we have a movie. It's called Mortal Kombat. We need a lot of fight scenes. We need to include all these characters. But it needs to be like an hour and a half. Yeah, at least. So pad Let's out. do this talking thing in between <laughs> oh, where we just have God. them talk. Let's, but let, like, who cares about the dialogue? Let's just make sure they're talking enough to get to the next fight scene. I mean, they did a lot of fan service. Like, they put like every character they could every for character. like, like for like a second. You know, well, it's, yeah, they literally put it in seems everyone. like they focused on the gamers and didn't give a fuck about the general audience. They're like, let's show these gamers the freeze move and the fucking. That's what I read. Move. That's what I read is the producers and the director were like, okay, that first one was we were trying to appeal to a mass audience. Let's just focus on the gamers, as you mentioned, Imran. So that's literally what they were doing. They were trying to just make it so that all the gamers would be like, yeah, I saw my favorite character. Yeah, that's all. There's no. And that first movie, if you look up top 10 movies based on video games, it's on every list. It is still highly regarded. Now, Detective Pikachu is also like one and two with Mortal Kombat because it's so true to the source. You had a competent, I mean, you had Paul W.S. Anderson, who isn't the greatest director, but at least he's competent. He does Resident Evil movies. Christopher right. Lambert, the Highlander, and a bunch of other cool people. You had, you had some legit, well, yeah, the decently girl who talented people. Going to Abby, uh, you know, Bridget Wilson. Bridget yeah, Wilson. Abby Gilmore. No, no, you no. had the, I mean, the guy playing Shang Tsung, Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, is an, a bad guy in everything. And then they just got some B movie generic people to replace everyone. Well, even yeah, like I said, even as a kid watching Shao, first I was like, why is Shao Kahn some white dude? Like, <laughs> That's right. He, he in the in the game, he's just he's it's kind of ambiguous as to who he like who he is. It doesn't really matter. He's like this personic personification of evil. He's not the white dude from Cobra. Yeah, <laughs> it's just bad. It's, just it's like so in every bad. single way. Um, how do we even wrap this up? Like, how do we, what do we, what do we got to get into? Like, uh, the, did we miss anything? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's really not much. That's, that's, that's really about it. It is, 
Like, don't watch it. Yes. If you want to watch it just to see how bad it is, you can watch it. But um, the, here's the thing: I can see myself rewatching the. If I put a gun to my head and say you have to watch Power Rangers or Mortal Kombat Annihilation for the rest of your life, or I'll shoot you, I would pick Mortal Kombat. Yeah, there's more. There's more boobs. There's more. There's more silly bad <laughs> things. I think to look at. I don't know. I, I would say Mortal uh, Power Rangers is actually a better made film than this. Th- this movie occurs. In the desert with a green screen the entire time, which is really... And the green screen is literally... Done poorly, yeah. Cutting off Raiden's white outfit at times. It's flipping. You can see the edge of every green screen. Yeah. And there's just explosions in the sky. It's so shitty. Where, where a lot of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was actually probably filmed with a real set yes, or on location. Yes, they did not bother going outside. Didn't, but yeah, they didn't bother the going outside. All, at the end, when all the world comes back, it's, they use stock footage to bring all the fucking cities it's back. It's like a cutout of like the Eiffel Tower that's coming out of the ground. Like, what is this? What am I looking <laughs> at? I was like, what the fuck is this? I, but Jax, I love Jax. He had I don't some understand great lines. Jax. I, All right, so he understand? wakes up on an operating yes, table. He's got cybernetic yeah. arms. Right? He's got cybernetic arms that he could take off. Was he in the first movie? And then no, he's no. got normal arms underneath. Yes, and like yeah. I was like, okay, why does he need cybernetic <laughs> arms? Maybe his arms don't work. Well, his arms then, are fine. Uh, then is then then like okay, then the the cybernetic arm comes off. I'm like, there's an arm under there. <laughs> like oh, and then I'm like, well, maybe it doesn't work. No, it's fine. No, it works fine. He was even better without. He fight you with it with his regular arms. He still kicked the guy's. So he's ass. basically just wearing a jacket with arms on it. <laughs> That's what I he's love doing. how he pops up out of nowhere and kills that CGI like skeleton worm thing that comes alive. But his lines are great where he's like, yeah, now what? <laughs> he's just fucking yelling at people. He's like, yeah. there's no toilet paper out here. Sonia. And Sonia is horrible. She won't tell him anything. He's like, Sonia, I ain't going with you. Tell me tell me what's going on. And she's like, nobody told me why Johnny had to die. I'm like, that's not what I'm asking. What the fuck is going on, Sonia? I can use a little <laughs> exposition. She's just, nobody likes her. I have to reiterate what Rugboy said earlier. It is insane to me that this movie came out in a movie theater <laughs> people went to see this they like, paid money for this. as a major franchise too yes. like, i've seen shitty movies that never went to the theater that are better than this movie like <laughs> so many it's unbelievable it's unbelievably bad and like, uh it was painful quality to watch. yes this like theater quality i thought like i was like okay the worst movie to ever come out in theaters that i've ever seen is probably power rangers in this that ever came out in the theaters. <laughs> it's back to back. And we and then, had to watch know, both of like, them. I, that I've seen, I mean, I've seen a lot of shitty movies that are terrible, that like they're trauma films and stuff like that, that came out only on video or whatever. But like, this is just another level. It's like, this came out with like worldwide distribution. <laughs> like, how much did this cost? Like 18 million? It didn't, or 30 I, there's, million? There's no production budget, but. I think it was like 30 million or yeah, something. I think it was 30. I see on Wikipedia it says 30, 30 million. 30 million, and they made 51 million. 30 million dollars! That's a lot of money. That's, that's a lot like, of money, especially Underworld at that time. was made for 30 million dollars. Yeah, that's. Punisher Warzone was made for 30 million dollars. <laughs> this is 97 that they had 30 million, which is yeah. a lot. I don't get it. <laughs> Oh, the love! What did they spend it on? Coke, probably. That's what it is. Well, it looks like they, they were, were blowing in, rails of coke. They were in uh, this movie. Jordan, this, a I lot think of this some movie of it is in, in Jordan. The, no, in the UK, oh, in the UK, this mountain, Perry's Mountain. 
Maybe that's where. But like went. Sindel has the screaming power, and she uses it once, and then never again. Like just oh, use that. That was all the one time. of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Okay, <laughs> so okay, let me just set up this scene. Yes, they're all standing yes, right in front on of a her. mountain yeah. mountain range. Yeah. Okay. Then there's like this little inlet where there's a temple that's flat and everything. It kind of goes in. So if you imagine like there's a wall and then there's like uh, a space inside like a cave almost. And they're standing on this platform where there's like a, kind of like an inlet. So she starts using her screaming power. And uh, Raiden is trying to open a portal. Yes, yeah, it's taking forever. And it's just they just keep going back and cycling this footage yes. of this stuff blowing up the same footage of it for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, it would have reached them like five minutes ago and they would all be dead. And they still like, got it's away. It's just this. It was so badly edited. It was so terrible. We're talking about like, oh my God. recycled footage. Anytime someone gets thrown into that fire pit, it's the same fucking shot. Like he threw several different people and it was the exact same shot of just a body going into this fucking fire pit. <laughs> it just starts raining ninjas. Yes. Oh like, I, kinda, oh, I like the shirtless I, I ninjas. Gotta br- I got to bring this yeah. up before we, we wrap yeah. this up because there isn't much more. No, there isn't. But there's this fucking army in the beginning. Yeah. And then they're marching with this fucking army later on. And then at the end, Bal, you're like, you're kind of going, okay, so they have an army. They, they're going to have to fight off this army. What happened to the fucking Where army? The army oh, Where is this army? Just, just Why would you tease an army like this? There's ninjas in the beginning, and there's like these almost like Game of Thrones. It's a, yeah. it's a lot cheaper looking yes. like... It's suited like up ba- people ba- marching and, and ninjas and, yes right and Shao Kahn's giving speeches like this is our time what the fuck happened where, to the army all those people why what are you doing <laughs> did you spend all your money on the army in the first two acts and then not have enough to bring them all back for the third like I could I could make a better movie than this. <laughs> yes for $50 I, I, I could be I could be in a two day drinking stupor <laughs> And direct better than this. And I could write better than this. It's, I don't understand how this got made. I think they only spent a hundred bucks on the movie and like, kept the rest of it. How did this get approval? It's just crazy. $30 million. I like to think that like people go into movies and no one intends to make a shitty movie. That's that's always what I've thought about ma- movie making. But it, like, it happens, right? Like There's yeah. things that happen. I legitimately think... It's almost as if these people were intending to make uh, a yes, shitty movie. Yes, it looks... How can, you, how can it go so wrong... Everywhere. This is if Tommy Wiseau <laughs> made Masters of the Universe. But That's Tommy what Wiseau this didn't is. release a movie no. in theaters. Like this <laughs> yes, is, it did. Why? How is it? How does every single thing you decide go wrong? It looks like a spoof of a like you're making fun of your own movie, but it's all. But they're not. It's in seriousness. Like the the shot of like Luke Kang getting attacked, and they 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 display it by him just shaking the camera <laughs> on so, the ground. Yes, like, he just grabs the camera. <laughs> film yourself getting attacked. There's so many like point of view shots and uh, from underneath and for no reason. Completely why? unnecessary. Why? Uh, I don't know why anything. Now we all have to watch D- DOA. Happens on this movie. What's <laughs> DOA? That's the volleyball one with the girls? That the, yes. That's the video game with the girls with big boobs playing volleyball? Yes, it is. They made a movie <laughs> about the yeah, video Jamie game? Yeah, Presley's in it. Yeah. Of, was it released in theaters? Uh, I don't know, but I watched it a couple times. Why would you make a movie about it's a really volleyball bad, but game? It's, with but it's it's boobs. really bad. Yeah. It, it's not um, the Chun-Li movie bad, Yeah, but Ooh, it's like almost to that level. Almost. All right. Well, look, there. This franchise is not dead. Before we talk about the future, rate this movie. Give me a number, one out of ten. What would you give it, Anthony? I think a two is a good score. Yes, honestly, I'm feeling the same. I th- I think I rated more uh, Power Rangers a one 
So if and I think Power Rangers is better, so I'm gonna have to. This isn't the first. This is a point, point five movie. Five. Oh shit! I think I gave Power Rangers a two. You, the only reason it got to a, a point five <laughs> yes. is that they it made it. It was filmed. It was and put onto a screen in edited in a way that it could potentially tell some sort of story. It gets a, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's the worst thing about this movie, and, and I, we forgot to mention it, but. The music was fucking horrible. Oh, you gotta have the '90s techno Mortal <laughs> it was Kombat. Like, it's music. like all Juno Reactor, and it's like the entire. And it just, it just does not fit the. I mean, it fits the idea of what Mortal Kombat should be, but it's not a soundtrack by any means. It's just songs that they put on for a second, and then they turn them off and they put another song on. Well, look, we got to do this. <laughs> if we're gonna do Mortal Kombat, it. I should have started with this, but this is all we need right here. That's it. That's all. That's all you gotta know. The, 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 the funny thing is, like when they played that in the first movie, yeah. I was so fucking pumped. Well, dude, that first movie and that song and the game was fucking huge. It, it's, it still is like it's the definitive video game of the '90s. It was huge yeah. for the franchise. Uh, it, it, it's it's you know it stays true to the source. Like that's what made the game blow up was. The movie, no. the song, and the and the game. Well, no, the game was well. Way the more game star, yeah. The game, the movie did not. But blow that up the song, game. I remember hearing that fucking Mortal Kombat song. Yeah, everywhere. it's iconic. Yes, <laughs> but let, let me ask this. Kind of related to this. One, what is the best video game adaptation adaptation ever made oh, put boy. on screen? Oh boy! And oh, two, why are they always all shitty? They uh, they all suck. Are there ever any good ones? So this apparently this Detective Pikachu. Is now in like top ten best video game movies. I don't consider that a video game. I, movie, I mean, you could, yeah, it's a video game. It's based on a I video guess. game. But there's so if you go, it's hard to judge. Like all like the Resident Evils are not great. So that's what you're gonna get. According to Esquire, they have like Mortal Kombat, Detective Pikachu, Final Fantasy, Tomb Raider, Twenty Eighteen, Warcraft. Warcraft wasn't that the Resident great. Evil series and Assassin's Creed, which I heard also was. There aren't any good the, ones. The Mortal Kombat movies aren't great. The Street Fighters. No. Legend of Chun Li is one of the worst movies yeah, ever as Super well. Super Mario Brothers, Super <laughs> Mario is terrible. Yes. Um, what is? There's so many fucking games that have been adapted but that are not good. None of them good. are any good. Like, why are they not good? Rampage. We just had a Rampage adaptation. I guess Rampage might be the best one, but that's it's so loosely based on yeah, Rampage. It looks good, but it's silly. Prince of Persia. Rugs anything? Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> at Prince of Persia. Not good. All right. Any, so, any good video game movies? I mean. I like Final Fantasy uh, Advent Children. Yeah, that's up there um, it's been on these lists. I think Prince of Persia is not a bad movie. And okay. King, I think it's actually a decent movie. Um, and it's actually well filmed and everything like that. And it's, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a very uh, boilerplate, like, adventure movie. It's not, mm-hmm. but it's done well. And, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal is a fucking Hollywood star. Yeah, I think sure. the Tomb Raider movies are pretty decent. Silent Hill is pretty good. Oh, there was a Silent Hill movie. Um, I would true. say, yeah. um, what else? It's a Far uh, Cry movie. Uh, I had no idea. I never seen the Far Cry movie, but uh, I think the Tomb Raider movies are okay. All three of them are okay. The new movies. one? Would you prefer? Do you think the new ones are better than the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider? I like. I, I think they're both different, but I, I think that like uh, the Angelina Jolie movie yeah. is more of a big movie. The other one's a smaller film. Mm. Um. Hitman, I don't think I remember very well. There was but Ma- thought, uh, Max Payne with uh, um, Wahlberg. 
And uh, I think that's it. I think they, uh, those are the only notable ones that I remember. I didn't see Detective Pikachu, but Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raiders and Rampage, uh, the Final Fantasy films, I like. Spirits Within, even though like people hate that movie, I actually enjoy. I think it's an interesting movie. It's about uh, like you know the spirits of the earth and then them, them coming to the realization that you know Earth is in- inhabitable because of these go- these ghosts and stuff that are taking mm. on these spirits that they have to fight. It's crazy. And then DOA is actually a pretty decent, um, is pretty decent of a of a, a action film. DOA came and out has two, Jamie Press two thousand and six. Just so for reference, I'm looking at all the video game adaptations. Yeah. We are a lot closer to worst movie of all time yeah. territory yeah. than even like good movie. The best movie yeah. is Pikachu at 68. Yes. Other than that, there's nothing over 52%, and a lot of these are single digits. I mean, yeah. you literally have some of the worst movies of all times being video game video adaptations. Game, absolutely. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Doom. Yes, there's a Doom Remember the movie. Doom movie? Yeah. Street Fighter yeah. Legend of Chun-Li. Yeah, that, yeah. Wing Commander, that's a terrible Wing Alone Commander. in the Dark, Super Mario Brothers isn't great. I mean, these movies are... Like, so, this is closer to, to complete shit. Like, why is it complete so shit? So my question is, is it because someone hasn't done it right, or is it not even possible to do and people should stop trying? Mm. I don't know. I think that this is what happens. You have a, a medium that's that's not really meant to tell a story in, in the ways that it would work in a movie, in a movie. Traditionally, like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you know, you read a comic book, it's a, you read, there's a beginning, there's an end, and there's all this stuff that happens. And there's only one way you see it. And yeah. video games, you experience it differently. Yes. So how do you replicate that? Everybody has a different experience. Everybody has a different experience. And not only that, but some of these things, the narratives aren't that strong. They're right. just get to point A, get to point B, fight this cool thing. And there's not really like uh, – in a video game, you never sus- worry about suspending disbelief. Is this realistic enough? You just – you want to play a game. You want to fucking shoot some shit. It doesn't have to make sense. Like Rampage the video game has nothing to do with this no, movie. No, there's no story out. in Rampage the video right? game. So, you just smash buildings as a of, giant like, thing. Like, for example, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. All right? What is that game? Like what is Super Mario? He like is I mean, or, or what is Mario? It's, period. It's, it's Mario is get it's get point A to point B. Yeah, it's lev- literally every level is like point A to point Sonic, B. Sonic, how do you make a game out yeah. of that? I mean, how do you make a, How do you make it's a game? How do you make a movie of it? Oh, I was just gonna say that what we got upcoming is Sonic uh, the Hedgehog yeah, too, yeah, as far yeah. as video game adaptations. I mean, they made a cartoon that kids like. I know there's a lot of kids that like Sonic. Mm-hmm. And they've grown up, and there's a big fan base for Sonic. There was a lot uh, in the '80s. The, there was a lot of great Saturday morning cartoons based yeah. on video games. So they, they maybe you can do it based on that, but I don't think there's any like real material that's like I think The Witcher um, has like some of these games have good narratives. The Last like, of Us, The Last of Us has a good yeah, narrative. Yeah, like I think that like some of these games have great narratives that you can kind of make a movie about, like Halo. I don't know what the story of Halo oh, is. Halo but, would be kind of a cool but movie. But like Halo is like okay, you it's like an open concept. Yeah. You have okay, you have these Marines in the future, and there's this thing called the Halo. There's a, there's aliens. I don't know what the fucking story is. <laughs> I don't even know if it's going to be true to the thing. I don't even know if they're going to just go and do their own thing like Rampage did. But how do you make you need a video game that has a strong narrative? So if you have Last of Us. Okay, it's um that has a strong narrative. Uh, 
what you you need to adapt something that has that. I think The Witcher is one of them. I think that what else do you, can you think of that has a strong narrative? The, the ones with um, Uncharted. Uncharted has some yeah, decent Uncharted, narratives. Yeah, of course. That, actually, that would be a great idea. Uncharted would be great. Like, but that's something like Prince of Persia, where like they all of a sudden they're like, we don't know what to do with Prince of Persia, so they made it into like a Indiana Jones. What happened thing. to Assassin's Creed? It looked like a cool idea, and it looks cool. Eighteen percent, right? Because it was it was it was an ultimately Assassin's Creed um, could have been a very fun action film, and it took itself way too seriously, and it became very boring. They just always oh. just fucking missed the thing entirely. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about it, too, before the show, and there's two things. There's the video games where it's just literally you just are on levels, yeah. and you're just destroying things yeah. like Rampage. Yeah. You're fighting each other like Mortal Kombat yeah. or Street Fighter or Mario. It's just like a different level. Right, or you have those games where it's like I guess the term is RPG, or you kind of it's like a story. Like Final Fantasy, yeah, it's more immersive, and immersive, yeah. right? Yeah. But both of the, the the first one is just levels, so there's not really any story. The second one has a story, but I was thinking about it. It's there's a beginning and an end, but it's a bloated middle act, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's just middle act on top of middle act, just to continue the story. So the story kind of doesn't make sense because the middle act is so bloated. Yeah. Because it's there to entertain you and keep you engaged and in playing the game. And just to get to the end, yeah. So there's not really a something that you can adapt. You'd have to like really refine it or change it to adapt it to a movie. Yeah, and then it would be a name only. Right. Like for, uh, Final Fantasy, for example. All right? Final Fantasy is, is, is beyond huge. It's fucking vast, okay? Like, you could never capture all the stuff that's in final i mean it's just like it's it's forever big Mm. how do you take that and make it into a two-hour movie right you can't so you have to take an aspect of it right and now that aspect may not be everyone's cup of tea and that's what they did with that final fantasy spirits within then they tried to do advent children which was another animated uh thing which was way more into that but then there's you can't even fathom all of the fucking shit that's in this because it's literal universe so these movies, like Mass Effect, this is a that's a huge game yeah. that has all this lore. Halo, uh, Destiny, uh, all of these games have like all of this lore that is really interesting. Like Destiny would make a fucking amazing what about movie. Zelda, Zelda can make a fun movie. Zelda would make a great movie too. But like, how do you distill that? And how come no one's done it? Here's yet? what's gonna happen. I'll tell you what the be- the next big good super, uh, video game movie is because. The Mortal Kombat franchise still huge. It's worth about $12 billion right now. Oh, shit. They right. are rebooting Mortal Kombat March 2021, produced by James Wan, uh, directed by a guy named Simon McQuad. They have one actor uh, currently signed up. His name is Joe Taslin playing Sub-Zero, but they have said this is going to be an R-rated Mortal Kombat, and it's going to have fatalities, actual violent fatalities. This could be the film that brings back uh, your video game movies. Uh, Mortal Kombat could be the franchise. I think, I think The Witcher <laughs> is the thing to look out for on Netflix. Oh, but Witcher, okay, so, but that was a book first, and then it's a game. I don't think, I mean, we're talking straight original Video game, well, live action, straight up video games. What's on the docket, according to Wikipedia, we got Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. Monster Hunter, 
Uncharted. Oh, they are making Uncharted. Combat, yep. A, an untitled Call of Duty film. Oh. An untitled Metal Gear Solid film. Oh, that, untitled uh. Mega Man film. This one looks shitty. Huh. Unless it's going to be a comedy. Untitled Tetris film. Tetris, of course. So they, they're still taking cracks at this. Okay, like, Metal this, this Gear, work. I think Metal Metal Gear, Gear would be cool. Metal Gear's got a strong narrative. Um, is that the one with Snake? Snake is that the yeah, I think yes. they've been trying yeah. to make that for years. Wow, that would be cool. That could be, but that could be like a uh, Neil Blomkamp or something. So nobody's uh, excited still. for Mortal Kombat 2021 R-rated, violent. Come on, it's gonna be good. James Wan. I, I can't be excited about a video game movie because the likelihood of it being <laughs> shitty yes. is like ninety-seven percent. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. From just looking at past history, yeah, they have nothing above sixty-three. Yeah, the highest is Detective Pikachu. Everything else is 52 or under. But I, I challenge you to find a better scene of a woman running <laughs> than at the end of the first Tomb Raider when she's running out of the, the cave and Angelina Jolie is bouncing like... Well, it the, looks like the game. It's very true yeah, to the it's, game. It's... It, it, you know when you got that game with the DOA and you turned like on the bouncing feature yes. in PlayStation and the boobs had bounced? Yeah. It's like... It's comically like <laughs> crazier than that, <laughs> and I'm just—it's like it's, it's not even like uh, arousing. It's just alarming how fucking crazy this shit is. But one uh, one day there'll be a good video game I, movie. I, I am just flabbergasted thinking about how they can't make a good video game movie. Eventually, it'll happen. Look, I want to say thank you to John Campbell for forcing us to sit through this. Yes. I appreciate it, listener. You want you want to do the same thing to us? You want to torture us? Sign up for Patreon, ten dollars a month. Or more gets you to force us to watch any piece of shit movie that you yeah. you so desire. Yeah. Uh, let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Look, we have a lot of comments to catch up to from past episodes from our listeners, starting with Roy McMillan on Twitter says, listening to Jock and Nerdcast number 285. That was our San Diego Comic-Con roundup. One question. Marvel Studios didn't screw up Captain Marvel. That movie was boring and she can't be beaten. So who can you match her up with? I know it made lots of money, but the cat was the only interesting character. What do you think? Listen to our review. Thanks for writing in, Roy. I believe he's <laughs> referring to where, you know, I constantly say Marvel hasn't fucked it up yet. Well, you're wrong. I, mean, I don't think I would, they I screwed say, up Captain Marvel. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say they screwed up, up, but it's not. It's not the strongest. It's definitely not. I would say it's not one of their best yeah. movies for sure. They're not going to make a perfect movie every year. Yeah. Right. This, this, but this movie, I would agree that it's not the best movie. I don't like the character that much, um, but. It did make a shit ton of money. It did get pretty well reviewed, so I wouldn't call it a fuck up it was either. A, it was a competent piece of film. It's a, it's yeah. a solid it's chapter in the MCU story. It highly, it was just highly derivative. I would and consider a fuck up like a Josh Trank, Fantastic Four, or this Dark Phoenix, or like stuff yeah. that really yeah. got hacked together, or Justice League. Yeah, those are fuck ups. Marvel has yet to drop a clunker. Uh, what do you think, guys? The odds are eventually. They gotta make a fucking clunker, right? Eventually, no? right? You would, Maybe. you would assume. I think Captain Marvel was, um, as far as people's reaction to it, bad, but it, it succeeded on so many levels. You can't call it. And a it's clunker. nowhere. It's right. not the worst movie they've made by 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 any means. 
Like, yeah, I mean, I would agree with him, Ron. When you think of fuck ups, or at least when I do, I think of like movies that. Oh my God! How did this get stitched together? <laughs> like <Mortal> Mar- Marvel. <laughs> if if there's anything you can criticize Marvel for, it's that some of their movies are just exceedingly mediocre. Yes, exceedingly mediocre is. But the they're right. still like well shot. Yeah, it's put a together, competent like, movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. Mediocre doesn't mean bad. Yeah, it doesn't right. mean it just screw. means bad in comparison to something. So good. Roy McMillan, right. thanks for tweeting. <laughs> I will defend that they have still haven't had a fuck up yet. Uh, they maybe just missed the mark on a couple of things here. There, it's not a screw up. Uh, moving on, comments from uh, episode two eighty six. Our what the fuck happened uh, to Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Matt Dalhauer. He did a fantastic job. But at the beginning, Anthony, I mm. told everyone that you weren't here because you were at a Khalid concert. Khalid. Khalid. Yeah, Habibi. Khalid with DJ Khalid. Uh, and then I asked for, somebody sent me a Khalid star uh, playlist. Oh, nice. Right? So Blake Braden, being the awesome Blake Braden that he is, uh, comments, Blake Braden, Khalid starter playlist. Better location, silence, young, dumb, and broke, OTW. All right? Very nice. I love that, Blake. Those are good songs. I listen to all these songs. Anthony, I have a question. <laughs> you went to his concert. Yeah. Are all of his songs the same goddamn fucking tempo? Yeah, probably. But what the fuck is this? How is that exciting? I listen to these songs. They're good songs. Like, Better was good, Young, Dumb, and Broke. But they're all the same fucking song. They're literally yeah, the same song. He doesn't get out of his range. No, he, he stays in it's his range. That mellow. Let's. His his vibe is all as I've heard it put to me. His vibe is very much do some yoga, play his music, hang out, maybe smoke some weed, just, just lay back, just hang out. But I was everyone. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I play the second one. I'm like, huh, same beat. Okay, same tempo. He doesn't have a ton of range, I, but he, he's good in his pocket. I was hoping. I was like, give me another tempo. Give me something different. Khalid. Nope, they're all the same fucking song. Same and and is he considered a rapper? Because I don't consider that rapping. No. Okay. Why would you consider okay. him a rapper? I don't know. I didn't know what he, he didn't was. rap on any of those. Songs. No, he's what is it? It's like sing songy talking. He he's like art. No, he's that's not what are you talking that's about. What it is. R&B, he's no. an R and B artist. He's an R and B artist. And they were like Usher or something. Yeah, I mean he's not. Uh, he's not. He's in the same category. He's not. He doesn't have Usher's range. He doesn't sound like yeah. He doesn't sound like Usher. He used a little variety in the range there. I heard. Talking. I heard uh, Usher. Some female comedian talking about uh, Usher's lyrics. Yeah, I want to make love in this club. I'm like, <laughs> if you're making love, you're fucking in the club. You're not making love in the club. You're fucking in public. What kind of club is this? Yeah, you're I mean, fucking. He's like people fucking. You're not making. She would. I wish I could remember. This. Is this the fucking spa from Howard? Check the Duck? out uh, Khalid's song with uh, Ed Sheeran. Oh, he's got an Ed. She- is it the same tempo? Uh, well, it's Ed Sheeran's song, and he's featuring on okay. it. Okay, as long as he's not going to Natasha Leggero, you're not going to get Khalid like going, Just pick it up a little bit, falsetto no? or no? anything on you. I'm talking about the tempo of the song. It's the same BPM beats per minute in every fucking song. How about you switch that's it up his, a little that's bit? That's him. That's how he. Go, that's how he rolls. I suppose. But I, the bar is very low for these kids now. Listen, Khalid is great, and honestly, I just need like one song because I've heard one song. Yeah. I've heard all. I feel like I heard them all, so I heard a song. Yeah, I heard his whole thing. <laughs> That's it. What is? Yeah. Uh, other comments on the what the fuck uh, happened to Amazing Spider-Man Two? This is great. Kind of a split reaction with two listeners. Lisa Morrison writes, "This is the only one of the Spider-Man movies I haven't seen. I wasn't planning on it, but after listening to this, I'm really not. Uh, this is great, which is why we do it. Now, on the other hand, Michael Pagan, Pagan." He writes, this episode was hilarious. After listening to Matt tear apart this movie, I went down to McKay's and picked it up. Oh, shit. Uh, you hear that, Sony? Columbia? We're moving fucking DVDs of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Impossible. In, in 2019 for you. Can I uh, make one comment yes. on Spider- Amazing yes, Spider-Man 2? Yes, of course. Um, 
Who wrote that fucking shit? I mean, oh, like four different uh, Alex Kurtzman, who's fucked up the mummy. The guy who wrote the mummy, he wrote before Amazing Spider-Man two, killing two franchises in a row. Yeah. I mean, he's got to like the the worst part for me of that movie is him. He has to he, like finds the coins and the fucking calculator. <laughs> it has to go yes. down to the fucking subway where the train comes yeah, up. Yeah. That his dad had a message for so him in there, convoluted. and he's got to use the coins to get in this train. <laughs> yes. And he gets in the train, and he realizes that he was always destined to be Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, Who the fuck wrote this? Oh what is this? Yeah, How is this even Spider-Man? So this is yeah. going great. Who built that, that fucking tunnel? First of at, all, at, at that when I got to the point in the train, I'm like, wait, what is this? Yeah, what is like, going on? Remember, the movie begins and you don't see Spider-Man bad. for like seven minutes because they're in the fucking plane yeah, with the thing they and keep, the parents. They kept trying to be edgy and no, focus on no, the parents no, as if no. this was something anyone ever wanted to learn about. No. They were trying to do something different and, and it clearly was not the right direction. <laughs> Blew up in their face. So what's 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 my last comment. Yeah. What really sucks about that is they actually had the best looking Spider-Man they've ever put on screen. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we did say the costume is great and he's he's a great Spider-Man. He's quippy. He's kind of mean. He's got mean jokes. He's the worst Peter Parker. That's not Peter well, Parker. He, he's he's a good Spider-Man, although I would disagree in the beginning. Yeah. Spider-Man would make jokes, but he wouldn't let Rhino just run over a block of cars. <laughs> well, he's like hanging out on the, on the yeah, side. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to walk around on the side yeah. doing jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they nailed that he does jokes. They just didn't nail the, the timing well, of the jokes. That happens throughout the movie where he's helping people, and all, the whole time there's like destruction happening. I'm like, what are you, yeah, what are you like, doing? Spider-Man would not what are you doing? Would save the people. Yes. Then joke to the guy, you fucked up, you yeah. asshole. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no one gets to do that. <laughs> Nobody I guess. gets. I don't know. <laughs> That's a, some reason people don't grasp that concept. No. Dal Howard did no. a great job. That got. was a great episode. I highly recommend checking out what the fuck happened. Amazing Spider Man 2. Then the last episode, 287, with Mike Rips, that we reviewed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and just geeked out about Quentin Tarantino. Benny Dealey writes Imran said that Quentin Tarantino movie has never had a narrator until this movie. That's wrong, buddy. Samuel Jackson narrated Inglorious Bastards and Hateful Eight had a narrator and Benny. Yeah, but I think this one was like out of nowhere narrated. This one was out of nowhere to catch people up and dump some exposition because we got to get to the next thing. But look, I'm man enough to admit I was wrong, Benny. Thank you for the correction. I don't know what I'm talking about ever. I was wrong a lot. Yeah, it's not like I said I was ever right. Oh, my. (laughs) We're all wrong. We're all wrong. Fiddlesticks writes on a serious note. Uh, I was a little surprised that there was no mention of Jackie Brown at the end of the show when you were running over Tarantino films. Have you ever seen the film? It is criminally underrated film of his that you need to see. The movie is at eight and a half out of ten. He says we didn't. I like Jackie Brown. I like Jackie Brown. It just doesn't have the oomph because it's about like it's like this. L. It's like about two elderly people. (laughs) Pam Greer. It's like Pam Greer is like 50 something in this movie. And then the guy that. Hooks up with her like in his 60s. Lewis, the, her uh, Bales Bonds. Yeah. And then you got De Niro, you got Michael Keaton, you got Sam Jackson yeah. saying motherfucker a lot. Like every scene, yeah. every line, he gets to say motherfucker. <laughs> but it is a similar uh, slow burn like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where it's just you're hanging out with these characters and it's like a double, triple cross. And then some violent shit happens and then yeah. it's over. And it's all about them driving. Lots of shots of people driving and the I songs mean- in the car. It's got interesting uh, dialogue in it, yeah. and it's fun to watch. It's a very long movie, though. It's very long. Pam Grier's still pretty hot, though, man. She's- it got me into Delphonics. Yeah, love the Delphonics. Anthony, have you seen Jackie Brown? I have not. I've, I've not watched a ton of Quentin Tarantino. Which ones have you seen? seen? Glorious Bastard, uh-huh. Django Unchained. Uh-huh. 
Um, you don't say Pulp Fiction, dogs. I'm going to reach through here and punch you in the face. I've only seen bits and pieces oh of Pulp Fiction. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I think the first time I turned on Pulp Fiction was the Gimp scene. Oh, my God. That's, don't start there. So I was there. slightly disturbed, and then I was like, I'm not watching Pulp this. Fiction is by far his probably the be- his best movie, one of the best movies ever. You have to sit down. One of the best movies yes, ever. Yes, absolutely. I've there. seen a lot of different rankings, and I've seen... Uh, I've seen other rankings where Quentin Tarantino's other movies. Well, people knock yeah, it down it now, on the but ranker. I think that for its time, it was fucking, it was, it was trailblazing. Mm. The Tarantino rankings are interesting. There, some are like completely opposite of others. So yeah, it's all what like you a, want. You know, it's and what now you it's like in this climate, you yeah. can't put other movies above. You have to put, you know, it's just stupid. So. And, but a lot of it is all what you get out of his movies and what you because like about his stuff. Quentin Tarantino, his dialogue is very now would be is not PC, right? There's well, a lot of there's the way he, he writes Samuel L. Jackson yeah. in 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 that movie. Yeah. He's dropping the n word every second, yeah, and just being very stereotypical with a Jerry curl and shit and everything like that. So people are not favorable towards that anymore. But like in that time, it was cool. My my Quentin Tarantino thoughts are: there's no one better at a scene where two people are two three people are sitting down. And it's just a single shot of them sitting down and cutting to them talking yeah. and it being just building tension yes, through that. He does that really well in the, I mean, the, the scene in fucking um, in Glory of the Bastards. The opening scene? The, the opening yeah. scene. Oh. I mean, it's just them talking. Yes. And by the end of it, you're like fucking white knuckle. Like, oh, my God, what the fuck What's is going to happen to this guy? Yes. And that's yeah. the beauty of the Tarantino movies. They often. They, He's great at the dialogue. They, and to build yeah. Tension. And, the, and it's yeah. always like you hang out with these characters for move, two hours and then the tension builds at the end. and You don't know what's going to happen. And surprising people get shot. Violence just erupts all the time out of nowhere. But yeah, the, it's always dark violence. It's very too. dark. Yeah. And in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's probably one of the most graphic, violent. Like Reservoir Dogs. Really? The, yes, even more. Reservoir Dogs, the guy cut, gets his ear cut off. There's a lot of blood. This one was showing you the person's fucked up face like up close in detail. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even realize that this movie would have violence. Oh, I spoiled oh, yes. spoiler. Spoiler. Sorry. No, I don't, I'm, I don't plan on. No, okay. Not spoiling <laughs> yes. Um, Another huh. thing that I love about, I mentioned this before when we did the Mike Rips episode, is that you get to know him through his movies. Yeah. You get to know yep. his weirdness, yep. his like weird fetishes, his favorite movies, what he loves, what turns him on, what turns him off. You really get to know the director. It's very personal, uh, his films. And I think that that's cool, like where everybody's, it's just like a corporate entity creating these films now. Mm-hmm. It's good that there's something that's actually personal about it. Like, when you listen to a song and you know it's about that person's real life and they're pouring their heart out in, into it or they're making you feel something that they feel and it's real and it's not like 10 people wrote this song and then and some other person wrote the beat and it's just a corporately made product. I think that that's something special and we should still like always try and like understand how special that is. Plus, you're seeing a guy so. actually mature and evolve and develop and and it just be really open and raw with you know his. Here's work. a question for yeah. you, you know, and we don't spend too much time on this, but what's his worst movie? Uh, uh Death Proof. That, that, yeah, that's a lot what I've of heard. people say Death. I haven't seen it's just that so, one. It's just too long. Yeah, but that's what I heard as well. It's not, it's not as interesting. That was part of the double feature, right? The Grindhouse, Robert Rodriguez. There was like I believe so. Yeah, two of them. I, and the other movie, Anthony, I got to get you to watch. We talked about he wrote the script for True Romance, and it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I want you to watch it. I want to review I it. I love that it's movie. It's so with all my heart. fucking good. Enough about the True Romance. 
because uh, I talked about it a lot last episode. But for the listener, I wanted to just tell them, if you are looking for the What the Fuck Happened episodes and the spinoff shows, and you want like one place to scan through all of them, I have created some short links for you to use. For example... If you go to jockiner.com slash WTF happened, it will have all the what the fuck happened episodes listed there. Also, if you go to jockiner.com slash spinoff, you will see all the episodes of the spinoff show. And Anthony, you gave us two, two new ones. Lots of content this past week. Two good ones. Yeah, two really good ones. Yeah, plug those in. Yeah, Scott Weinstein, who we've had on Jock and Nerd, but uh, great dude, uh, co-producer of Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New book, recently released book, Book of Steve's, which you should Team buy on Steve's. Amazon. Team of Steve's, sorry, it's not a book. book. It's a book about, <laughs> about Steve called Team of, of Steve's. Steve's. <laughs> yes, so we talk about, and that show that we had, we talk about that, but we get into like where comedy's going. I thought it was a really good conversation. And then uh, the latest one was with YouTuber Sean Chandler, nice. who has a YouTube channel called Sean Chandler Talks About, and he's got like 130,000 subscribers yes, out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and he's very good at just reviewing movies. He does a lot of rankings. So um, both were good conversations, and there's more to come in terms of spinoffs. It's so. interesting to get the YouTubers and have uh, have them talk for more than like seven or eight minutes at a time. Like, I don't know how often they get to do that since all their videos are like eight to ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, you know? he's, he was able to talk with he When we started the show, we were like, oh, we'll only do an hour. Yeah. And then by the time two hours hit, we're like, oh, shit. It's a great episode. It's last in the feed. Highly suggest you check it out. Rugs. I, I'm really proud of the last two episodes. They're so. very good. Keep them coming. Uh, Rugs, where can the listener find you online? You can find me on Twitter. Just say Twitter is the, the cesspool. Find me at the cesspool. <laughs> at really Rugs. I'll be at the water cooler at the I've cesspool. I've been really down on Twitter. It's like every time I go to Twitter, I just, it's like, it never surprises me. It's always the same Fucking dumb shit, <laughs> hot takes that people it's make. It's the best and worst of what <laughs> like, society has to I need to say something interesting. I need to point out something because no one else is saying it. I need to complain it's about shit so just to be lame. heard. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Uh, if What we do care about is that you visit our website and the show notes for this episode, jockandnerd.com slash 288. It will have links to Rugboy's Twitter, uh, all yeah. the ways you can get in touch, everything we talked about, how to subscribe for free so you never miss a show. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's the we'll nerd. We'll peep you next time. I want to peep you. My balls are hot. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. It's really good. Let me tell you about Tony, all right? Tony ruins lives. <laughs> this is true.